S.D. Pliskin. American, Lieutenant, Special Forces Unit, Black Blight. Two Purple Hearts, Leningrad and Siberia. Youngest man to be decorated by the President. He robbed the Federal Reserve Depository. Life sentence, New York Maximum Security Penitentiary. I'm ready to kick your ass out of the world, war hero. Call me Snake. Welcome to the Survival Podcast for people who take movies too seriously. We survived the apocalypse, so you don't have to. I'm Johnny. And I'm Shane. And this week we have to escape. New... Somewhere. <laughs> New somewhere. <laughs> somewhere. That's my favourite. Uh, just to, to go completely on a tangent right at the start, my favourite Mitchell and Webb sketch. For American listeners, Mitchell and Webb <laughs> oh, yeah, are yeah. two great uh, comedians who do a sketch show on BBC. I know exactly where this is going. <laughs> yeah. And they're, they're from Peep Show, I'm sure everyone's seen Peep Show. But yeah, yeah, they, they have this brilliant recurring sketch where it's just... A lot the first of time, one is, is it Christopher Columbus or something like that? Yeah, yeah. Um, like yeah, stepping foot on New York in New York, the discovery of Americans. Like I, it reminds me of the of the country York, the countryside of York. I think I'll call this New York. <laughs> and it's like, but it, but it's nothing. This reminds you, of <laughs> yeah. It's just it's the same sketch each time. It yeah. just gets. They do a really good one. Is that they land in? Um, <laughs> they land. They're in New South Wales in Australia, and he goes. This really reminds me of Wales, but more the south part. And he's <laughs> yeah. just like, you're not going to call it what I think you're going to call it, are you? And he's just like, New South Wales. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like, and he's just like, would you not call it, you know, I don't know, uh, White Mountain Cove or something? It's all the white mountains behind them. Yeah, and he's yeah, just yeah. like, who's wearing the captain's hat? Yeah, yeah, that's and the best part where he takes, <laughs> what, what? He takes off his cap and he's like, excuse me, uh, could you tell me what? What sort of cap is this? Like, it's a captain's hat. Oh, my, my, you're right, it is. And, and what must that make me? <laughs> you're the captain. Yeah. <laughs> oh, why, why, you're correct. And as the captain, what do I get to do? Name the new country. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a few of them, isn't there? It's yeah, like yeah, it just goes on, like, for, for Virginia. Yeah. And like, as as homage to the Queen, I shall call this place Virginia. It's like, uh, the Queen isn't his name, isn't Virginia? <laughs> but why? Of course. Uh, why is it? It's like, okay. but I think you will agree that she is a virgin. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know if that's a, fa- if that's a fact. It's yeah, it's just, it's not a bit personal, like, whether she is or isn't naming a, it's a bit country. Like we're here... Our monarch is a virgin. Like, what does that say to people? <laughs> it's such a good sketch. But, like, that's why they're so good at what they do, because you wonder what the top pre- process was to name in all these places. I know, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> like, why is New York called New York? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or I, even New Jersey. I know there yeah. is old Jersey, but yeah. <laughs> why? <laughs> Just call it something else. <laughs> yeah. It's like... But Johnny's can, town. But like, yeah, you know, like you imagine a, like that same process naming places now, it just seem ridiculous. Like, yeah. like me and you discover an island and we call it New Dublin. Like we're gonna make this the New Dublin. Like what? Yeah. So there is about there's about at least three Dublins around the world. 
I get, I can understand the more naming, like, because, you know, there's like Cork Street and Wexford Street. Yeah, yeah. Even, it's still a bit silly, but <clears throat> it's more than you. <laughs> in yeah, there, yeah, it's really weird. You hear that, New York? <laughs> You've got a stupid name. <laughs> um, like New Mexico, when, like, that was obviously named, when, when was that, like, fucking med uh, <laughs> a, a province or a state? No idea. Are you searching it? Yeah, because that has to be recent enough, like, as in recent being the last, like, hundred years. Oh, yeah. This was founded as a state, like, uh, the, um... Uh, 1912. There you go. So in 1912, they decided that this is New Mexico. This is the New Mexico. We've had it with that old Mexico. Yeah, this that one's war. better and I, newer. I guess this is after the, the Mexican-California War or whatever. Yeah. And they were like, fuck Mexico. This is the New Mexico. So, <laughs> <laughs> so it might actually... Obviously not what happened. In and that sense, it makes... Yeah, yeah. And you know what? And at least New Mexico's... On the border. Like, yeah. It's not and, like... And looks like... Yeah. It's not like Jersey and New Jersey are remotely close to each other. Like, <laughs> they're separated by states and countries. Like, yeah. But who decided... Like, I find it really funny. Like, who decided New York was New York? Because this is a huge area. Was it one lord from York was like, and I declare this New York? You you know? Yeah, like, was it like the the... Some duke had funded the first vessel that went to New York, so therefore, but then would it not be named after the person as opposed to like yeah, his. Yeah. Maybe he was Lord York and has nothing to do with the town of York at all. You know. Well, that's yeah. Or he. But then you have to assume the same case. It was the same for New Jersey and New Hampshire yeah. and every new. Another one of the Mission of Edmonds is the West Indies. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, well, we were trying to find the Indies. But this one's far more west, isn't it? <laughs> so, uh, they did. A, I, I, I watched all of their sketch show. It was on Netflix, and I just got to the end of it. And the very last sketch, and I didn't even realize it was the last episode. The very last sketch is so funny. It's a bro- two brothers. One of them's on, about to be executed, and it's done in like you know eighteen hundreds. Mm. And he's like, "Let me in. I need to speak with my brother." And he just comes in, he's like, it's a matter of time. Is it like, you only have half an hour? Only half an hour? We don't have the time, what we talk about? And they both sit down and they're like, so, uh, how's mum? And it's really awkward and they're just stuck. Just, they don't know what to say to each other and they're like, wow, so half an hour is quite a long time, isn't it? <laughs> and he just keeps saying, he's like, they have their whole conversation, he's like, only 29 minutes. It's <laughs> not enough time. And <laughs> it's really funny. That's good. So speaking of comedy, how did you like Escape from New York, Johnny? <laughs> uh, good, yeah. yeah. I, I watched both. I watched it and Escape from LA this week. Oh, I only watched Escape from New York. Yeah. LA is not a good film, really, but... Yeah. It's on it, Netflix, and I kind of want to watch it someday on board now. It's better than I remember that. Like, once yeah. you... Because I think I've only actually seen it once before. And once you sort of go in watching it, knowing that it's not good and how yeah. just awful some of the CG is oh, yeah. in it. All, all I really remember from Escape from LA is the very the monologue thing at the start of the world they're in is there's the guy who became president, declared himself president for life. And I always remember thinking, that was such a cool concept. And it's probably mm. one of the first things that got me, like as a kid, got me into being like, imagine if a president did something like that. Yeah, you know, yeah. I got, that kind of led me to sitting here doing this with you, I think. 
<laughs> that kind of put me start yeah, putting me in that yeah, mindset yeah. of what about this weird well, sci-fi world and he doesn't become president and just make himself president for no, life a disaster he, yeah well he runs on like when he runs for president he sort of says he's going to run as the president for life oh, and yeah. that's the change like so people kind of elect him as president for life too because yeah, he, yeah, he kind of yeah. runs with this promise that he will be the and president. then he then does he become chancellor rather than president or something essentially well i think he's still president but yeah he, yeah. he fills the role of, and he's a crazy like super religious nut and stuff yeah, or is yeah he's a pres- complete persona? Yeah. He, he's the feckin well actually it's his he seems like he do, he he's honest in those regards that he is like this feckin like towards the end of the film when like you know the the tsunami's coming and all this yeah. he's just under a table praying like oh right okay so yeah, it's yeah. not like and i appreciate the do it that way yeah, cuz it'd been act, it'd like been that. easier to make it an act cuz then yeah. Because you're 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 drawing more of a line in the sand when you're saying no, I believe this is what a fundamental religion person would actually be like yeah, yeah. as a president. And being, um, I can't remember. Do you know how much longer after Escape from New York it's set? I think it's set in 2013. Oh wow! Okay, because Escape from New York is 1997. Yeah, and this was made in 1997. Oh really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's really <laughs> funny. I didn't know that. Um, I thought it was way earlier than that. That's that's terrible that they made that film in 1997. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, yeah. <laughs> they made that after Jurassic Park. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, it's a, they waited almost the real time difference and then said it. I don't think they waited deliberately. I'd say it was no, probably no. there was a renewed interest in New York because it was nearing the, the time dime, yeah. it was set. I didn't realise it was made that much after either because yeah, Kurt like Russell didn't age at all. No, he looks the same. It's crazy how like he just did not age in that length of time. Because I, I I listened to the commentary track That's like, for what, 15, 16 years? Yeah, okay. I listened to the commentary track for Escape to New York before watching Escape from L.A. Oh, yeah. And it's really funny because the entire commentary, it's just Kurt Russell and John Carter. Did you listen to it actually? No? No, I didn't. Uh... I sent you on uh, email. It's still worth listening to if you're bored. Like, listen to a good podcast. Because oh, yeah. it's just Russell and Carpenter doing it. And a good bit of the talk is just them, t- them talking about their ex-wives. <laughs> <laughs> but there's loads of moments where Carpenter keeps reminding Kurt Russell of how young he used to look. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I thought that he was kind of joking and, like, you know, he, he was commenting on how maybe he, he was, his hair was thinning or whatever. And I thought, geez, that's kind of mean to keep pointing it out. But then you're watching the film that was... Because the commentary was done for the Laserdisc in 1997. Oh, okay. So then you're yeah, watching yeah. Escape from L.A. And you're like, oh, I, oh, Carpenter was being sarcastic. <laughs> oh, he's like, yeah, yeah. Because he looked the exact yeah, same. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. There's no difference. It's fucking crazy. Uh-huh. I, I guess Kurt Russell hasn't... Even now, he still looks pretty young. He's, yeah, he's aged. But... Um... Not as well, he, Yeah, as he he's aged, have. which is it's his right. He's in his sixties, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. he still looks very good for his age. Yeah, um, he's you know he's a Star Lord star in the new. Yes, that's right. Yeah, he's very plays, good. Cast, he plays um, well the original the Star Lord. Oh, is he living? What's his name? I can't remember the name. The character's name. Igor. Is yeah, it Igor. He, Oh, that's who I didn't. Or ego, is it? Ego, maybe. Ego. I didn't know that's. I thought he was playing the original. I thought he was the original Star Lord. No. Oh. That's the okay. way they're doing it, yeah. Or well, that's that's the rumor. So I don't know what. That's probably that. better because that's that seems even more out of left field. So it's better cast than I guess. Yeah, yeah. Because because in, in the comics, his dad is just. Um, he's a 
was it he's of Sparta or something or Spartan and he's just a uh, He's just the king of the yeah. planet. We see, I thought because Spartex, in the film, they're, like the Star-Lord in the film is the second Star-Lord in the comics. So I yeah. thought they were going to sort of join two storylines together pretty much and make his father the original star, like from the original Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy. Because the original one is he he was an astronaut who went into space. Yeah, yeah. So I yeah. thought they were just going to yeah. kind of use that story and kind of mix them both together. Yeah. Either way, good. Yeah, it's interesting to me. And of course there's a... Because con- they've been talking about it for years about remaking Escape from New York. Oh yeah, I think it's pretty much going ahead. Do you, do you think Russell, Kurt Russell, will be in it? Uh, yeah, he'll be. He'll have some kind of cameo or something. Or he'll be the president, or he'll be uh, the Duke, or something. You know, mm-hmm. it'll be a twist on. Yeah. Or he'll be the the like the colonel who sends Snake in. Or, you know, he'd be one of those kind of characters, I think. You see, he'd never do it. Like, the Snake character would never do that, which is exactly why, well, of course, in a remake where they probably haven't paid attention to the original, they would have him do that. Like, do what? The... Like, you were saying that they'll have Snake be the one that sends the new guy in. Oh, no, I was going to say, they'll just have Kurt Russell play that character. Oh, right. And that's that's was... Oh, okay. Sorry. I wasn't going to oh, say yeah. Snake. Yeah, yeah. But I'd say they'll actually make it Snake, and then you'll just be like, but he wouldn't, he wouldn't, wouldn't do, do that, that. Yeah. He, doesn't give a, he doesn't give a fuck but right? Kurt Russell would probably never take that role because he, he, he no. seems to genuinely yeah, yeah. The, like um, those films what was I going to say oh yeah as a people may find this offensive because people find this uh, offensive for some reason Shane's going to start one of his holocaust denial rants I didn't realise how much the World Trade Center featured in this film <laughs> yeah. until I watched it again because uh, Genuinely, I probably last time watched it before nine eleven. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I probably when I first saw the film, I probably didn't know really the relevance of the World Trade Center. No, like. I didn't even know those buildings were called the World Trade yeah, Center yeah, yeah. until after nine eleven. So, um, I think I knew and, the World Trade Center, but I didn't know it was too like. Yeah. Well, just in this film, they crash a plane into a skyscraper, not the World Trade Center, and then he lands a glider on top of them. Mm. And I was kind of watching it going. Wow, that's really interesting. Yeah. <laughs> what a strange uh, parallel. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Because remember around that time, like, there were so many films. Because the World Trade Center obviously featured in, in loads of movies. Yeah, yeah. And was, like, wasn't it Spider-Man? The first Sam Raimi Spider-Man? Yeah. They so. had to reshoot the ending of that because it came out, like, the, the summer after 9-11. Oh, yeah. And I think in the original ending... Oh, okay. The battle happens oh. on the World Trade Center. And they get blown to shit or whatever during the battle, I'm sure. Pro- possibly, yeah. Um, yeah. But so they had to like reshoot it. Or maybe, no, it wasn't actually the end then. It was actually the first, when he first puts on the costume. Like It was oh. his first big Spider-Man moment. Yeah, There's a heist and he, tie- he puts a web between, oh, between the two them. towers and, and the helicopter gets caught in it. Because it oh, it's been yeah. put up in line in the last few years. That was the script. Years. Yeah, he catches the helicopter between the two towers. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, the scene is even online now. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, okay. yeah. Because they shot it. Like, and that's, they had to go back and reshoot like huge chunks of the movie because that feature. Wow. And at the end, I think he just landed. Like, at the end, when he's like, I'm Spider-Man or whatever, he's on top of the World Trade Center. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I think that's why in the in the one, the version that actually came out in cinemas, he's on a memorial flag. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is interesting because there was that, like in the Spider-Man comic, there was the, the black issue where they actually had Spider-Man at Ground Zero on the day. Oh, like helping yeah, yeah. pull people out and stuff. That's weird. 
Um, I I always remember um, going to see uh, you know the film AI. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah sir. The what about the robot? Kid. Yeah, yeah. And I remember going to see that, and it was the Kubrick Spielberg film. Yeah, it came out about the week of nine eleven, and it was already really like it had just been released. There was nothing they could do, and the New York skyline features heavily in the film a lot. There's a lot of scenes of like, and then they show the then they show like the World Trade Center in a post-apocalyptic, like, snowed-in, ice-aged world. And the only thing you can see is the two towers and all this sort of in it, at the end of it. And I remember going to the cinema, and on the, all the doors of the cinema, like, these glass doors, they had signs up saying, um, please be warned that the World Trade Centers feature heavily in the film AI was in all the cinemas. And I was like... That's, that's I was like too far. And I was just kind of like, no one in Ireland gives a fuck. Like, yeah, <laughs> but even the idea, like, I, yeah. I'd never got that where, like, they had to take out footage of the World Trade Center. Because, yeah. like, what's going to happen? Like, somebody who lost somebody in 9-11 is going to be sitting watching this movie and they're going to see the World Trade Center and be like, oh, I'd completely forgot I lost my son in 9-11 until yeah, yeah. I saw this image. No, it's, yeah. like, it's not going to, like... No, it's really stupid, like, it's... Yeah, I'm sure there's people out there who do feel sensitive about images of it. I'm sure it's a, like uh, no, I get the like I get the Spider-Man thing because like, that's yeah, quite yeah. different. That's like a kind of web between the and it's this year it happened and it's yeah. an actual a vehicle that flies coming towards the tower. Yeah, yeah. But the idea of just taking them out in the background because friend like friends done that like friends all their establishing shots they reshot them and took out oh, the yeah, tower because yeah. they had a season come out the same year. But even even like the there's. The fantastic, back when The Simpsons was actually funny and interesting, uh, there's the episode where they go to New York, yeah. they go to Capital City, and there's the two, uh, there's the World Trade Center, and that's where Homer's car is parked. Yeah, yeah. And he's running between the two bath, like trying to find the bathroom and stuff. And uh, like they didn't, they didn't show weird. that episode on TV for like ten years. years. Yeah, it was. They weren't allowed they, to show it. Sky, I remember Sky One pled it and had to issue an apology. Yeah. Because they played it when because they just randomly played yeah, episodes yeah. like uh, yeah because there was times where you might see the same episode we play it twice yeah, <laughs> Sky yeah. One's a, a network an English network owned by Fox owned by Fox and like I don't know if they still do it but for a few years anyway they would play like Every from t- six o'clock in the evening until like eight it was just Simpsons they just played four episodes of the Simpsons one after the other yeah when Futurama came out they split it between the two yeah like. it was an era of Simpsons an era of Futurama. Uh, RT1 one would play two episodes as well at like five o'clock. So like if oh, you had to both, get in early. if you had both networks, you could just watch like you would just watch like six episodes of The Simpsons. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, it split up the day really well. Yeah. Like. I watched so much Simpsons day at that time because yeah. be, you'd just be you'd be home from school and you'd just finished your homework mm. and uh, and waiting for dinner. Just finish. I'd be. I want to start. I started my homework after The Simpsons. More that. Yeah, I was told my mum I did. Oh, my okay. Yeah, I see. But really, I've been watching TV since the second I came in the door. Um. <laughs> that might have actually been the first time I heard I really was aware of what the Trade Center was, I guess. Yeah, me too. I was like, oh, yeah, there's there's probably those, there's those buildings in New York. Because I saw a skip from New York when I was really young and I really yeah. liked it. And it was probably then when I saw The Simpsons, I was probably like, oh, that's what they were talking about in the skip from yeah, New York. Yeah, it was York. probably the same. It's and that was probably the first time I learned the others too. Yeah, I didn't realise it was... I'd probably seen Skyline of New York and not really noticed anything. It just looked like two buildings that looked the same. 
Yeah, I never knew. <laughs> I was never really aware of them that much. Escape from New York, because if that's made in 1981, it's only made like 10 years after they the, built them. They built them like, so it'd be... Yeah, for so New York people, it'd be quite kind of a relevant thing. And they're derelict and ruined, and yeah, that's kind of the whole yeah. point of like, look at this, how New York has fallen and stuff. I heard a great... Um, I had a great comment of just on the whole concept of Escape from New York. I suppose we should probably go into that a little bit. Um, you, you don't have the monologue from the start? No, <laughs> no. no. I, I don't meant, think we I need to, it. No, so. I meant to get it. So yeah, The idea is it was a crime goes up 400% and as a reaction they turned Manhattan into a yeah. whole prison. They turn it, this is in 1988 is when they turn Manhattan into a, a prison. Yeah, and then the film is set in 1997 yeah. in the far distant future. So for a little over, for 10 years, uh, it's been working out all right for them. Yeah, and so they've done it, they've just built a wall around Manhattan Island yeah. with armed guards on it. And... Now there's more like throughout the film and so if you learn more about the world yeah. the, within the, it and... As, as it goes on, I was thinking this, as it goes on, like, just before they, then they send Snake in, it's just this comment where they're describing of, like, oh, you know, some of them have converted vehicles for steam power, and there's, um, they've also, like, they've created, like, hydroponics for, like, growing food. Yeah, yeah. And they, some of them have electricity and all this kind of stuff. And, but he says it real bitterly, like, oh, we were trying to starve them to death. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like oh they like oh they started growing their own food and it's in a real kind of way like because you know we haven't we, we don't do food shipments or anything yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's real <laughs> yeah well because essentially like the, the the people in on manhattan island are living in a post-apocalyptic world and the yeah. rest of the world uh, well as far as we know isn't quite too isn't too bad but we don't really yeah. know uh you never like they don't seem as self-sufficient in that film, though, like everybody's yeah. just a bit wild. In Escape from LA, people seem a bit more. It's more post-apocalyptic kind of. Well, they're, yeah, they're still running a bit more independently. Like they never outright say it in New York, but they do in LA. So you can kind of assume the same thing happened in New York. That they didn't just decide one day we're going to build a wall and make this a prison. Yeah, and I guess because it's a comment that you when this film was made, New York was like ridden with crime. Yeah. Like it was a horrible place, <laughs> at least. Oh, yeah, you couldn't safely perception. walk through, um, like, Times Square was yeah. not the tourist attraction it is now. You couldn't safely walk through Times Square. Yeah, yeah. Like, you watch, you, you, like, watch old movies just set in New York yeah. in the 80s, like, and it even looks different. Like, the subway is all covered in spray paint. It's almost gangs yeah. hanging around. The fucking guardian angels had to be set up to, like, protect people. You know, like, it's a completely yeah. different place than... Like, now it's, like, it's the Disneyland. It's, like, the New York that exists now is the Disney version of New York from the 80s. Like, Times yeah. Square used to be, like, sex shops and strip clubs. And yeah, that's what it was. It was all, like, peep show and all those kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, like, it was a comment on that. And the idea, it wasn't that they decided, oh, we'll make New York a prison. It was New York's New fallen. <laughs> we'll yeah. build a wall and let them fend for themselves. And from now on, anybody outside of it, that does the same type of thing, they're going to be shipped to New York. Yeah, yeah. It was it was more like, yeah, they, they abandoned it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In LA, it's the same kind of thing, but then, like, there's a earthquake. 
and oh, the tsunami and LA get separated from the mainland. So it's an island. Yeah, and they're I like... I was trying to remember what it was. And they're yeah. kind of like, oh, this is the best accident ever because we can forget about LA now and, <laughs> and do the same thing. Because it's a dirty place full of dirty people. Well, like, okay. 90s LA was the same yeah, as yeah. 80s New York in a way. So like, we're all fucked when they run out of cocaine. <laughs> Uh, yeah, like LA would have been made at the time where there was like the LA riots and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, and like, and a bit of a mo- like that's more nineties as well. Yeah, yeah, and with LA, but it's a bit like there's like you know civil rights movements and stuff happening. Yeah, where it, it's a bit more political in LA, where it's like a way to quieten people down, and that it's in LA where they really enforce the sort of moral America. They even yeah. call it it's the new moral America. Is the sort of the, their version of Ingsoc. Like. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. But yeah, in New York, and I like that idea. It's a really cool idea in New York. It's a really good comment on like the the urban decay of New York in the time that might yeah. have actually seemed plausible. Yeah, like because you couldn't in in nineteen eighty one, you probably couldn't predict that New York would be what it is now. No, there's no way. Yeah, yeah. and this is even because that's even before sort of. So th- that film's made when Jimmy Carter's president. So that's made before Reagan and the sort of. You know the the new Reagan era of yeah, politics, like war and drugs and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and the whole like the Reaganomics and the sort yeah. of Wall Street uh, generation, like the boom. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and the young, the sort of younger Republicans, the sort of came up in the late eighties. Yeah, which probably you know that kind of changes New York in a way. Yeah, yeah it was very different. But yeah, it's, it's just interesting, and that's why like <laughs> the idea of a remake just makes <laughs> no sense. Yeah, like it's, it's like, like oh, this. It's tourist attraction, and, but uh, that's uh, like I, uh, I read a, a piece and they were just talking about because I was trying to find some info about it, so, and one of the opinions was like, yes, let's turn the most expensive uh, area of real estate in the world into a prison. Yeah, yeah. Like, this makes no sense at all, and I was kind of going, yeah, but isn't it that it went that way? It's not that they just decided one day of like, oh, New York's an island or Manhattan's an island. Yeah, let's yeah. make that a prison. That's not. But it's hard to think that the, the the New York that exists today would ever go that way again. Like, no, it couldn't. It'll have to, for... unless you set it in two thousand and eighty-seven. You know, you have to go yeah. so far into the yeah, feet. Like, it doesn't seem at all. Like, the, the escape from New York in nineteen eighty-one is plausible because if the way it'd be today, if you made Escape from Detroit, yeah, and we're like, oh, like. The government's pretty much forgotten about Detroit in the real world, or so like, or escape from Baltimore or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, doing it in New York just yeah. doesn't make sense today. But watch uh, the last I'd read about it. They're kind of going for the new in in this version. New York will be this sort of false utopia, and it'll uh, be more right. about whereas the original films were about police state. Yeah, these ones will be about the electric police state. So it'll be about spying and oh, stuff okay, like that. Yeah. But then I, I it's still just don't. It's a different film. Just, just but then you what? You're making kind of. enemy of the state with Snake Plissken going in and avoiding cameras. Yeah, like I think the um, the best way to do it is well, first of all, if you're remaking it, the whole like recasting. Yeah, like what's her name? Have you seen Edge of Tomorrow? You know the Tom Cruise film where he. Yeah, yeah. What's the girl's name from that? The woman, who the plays? actress. Yeah, oh, the I can't think of her name. Full uh, metal bitch. It's um, Blunt, Emmy Blunt. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think she'd be fucking awesome as Snake. Not as another... Oh. Not as, like, Snake's daughter or, or no, a new no. character. Just it's, Snake. Like, she's just Snake Plissken. She'd be perfect, actually. Give her the eye patch. Like, have her just do everything Snake. If you're just going to yeah, remake yeah. it, uh, just do a normal remake. And I don't like that. Like, I thought the Ghostbusters recasting was stupid because it made no sense. <laughs> it was just done to... For the sake of for it. For the sake of it. Yeah, but whereas yeah. I think, like, she would be fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, l- I love like the character of Snake Plissken is just he's just so funny because he's, he's just he's just doesn't give a fuck about anything except himself and that's the whole point is they oh, inject he- they inject the thing into him so he has this timeline yeah yeah so his whole thing is if he brings sorry we should do I say the scenario is I'm sure everybody has seen in the film but the scenario is the president Air Force One is hijacked by. A gorilla force. Uh, yeah, and what they call themselves is... I'm pretty sure that's a real group now. Um, <laughs> and I can't remember... Oh, what they a, a real group since. Yeah, from like as the name, whatever they call themselves. The um, I can't remember, but I'm sure it's not... It's yeah, something the, Liberation Front, yeah. anyway. Yeah, there's a something Liberation Front, that's it. And, uh, like, the People's Liberation Front of blah, blah, blah. And uh, so they, they hijack Air Force One and crash it into a skyscraper in New York. Not yeah. the two towers. It's... Okay, guys, chill, chill. It's not, um, it's not the World Trade Center, but um, the president survives by going in this pod, and then he's taken by the criminals that live in New York that we've just described this prison world. Which he loved, apparently. Sorry, sorry. Uh, there's a, a re- in the commentary. It's yeah. really funny. Donald Pleasant. Pleasance, who play, plays the president, yeah. Carpenter, anytime he's on screen, Carpenter's like, Donald really loved doing this scene. And you just I know that. You can tell he obviously he hated obviously it. He obviously hated it. Like, and Carpenter's <laughs> just constantly making fun of him. He's like, yeah, he loved, he thought this was a great scene. He loved getting into the egg. He thought it made sense. He thought it was a wonderful and you can just, idea. <laughs> yeah. He gets into this, like, red egg. That's his survival <laughs> yeah. pod. But, um, but anyway, yeah, and they send in special forces and... Uh, they meet a guy he's like oh we have the president you need to leave here in the next 20 seconds or we'll kill him and they hand them his finger yeah, yeah, yeah and so they leave and they're like what are we gonna do and they're like well we we're just about to send this guy snake Pliskin in why don't we send him in to rescue the president and the information the president has on him this tape that they don't really explain that well yeah it's a MacGuffin kind of yeah it's like and and the tape he has in a briefcase we need that tape yeah because Stuff. We'll get to we'll yeah. touch on that a bit more at the end, but yeah. it is important, uh, like the tape as well. Like they kind of they don't come out and say it outright, but it's kind of implied that we want the president back. But if you have to choose between him and the tape, get the tape. Get the tape. Yeah, Which, I, I, like, but they that, don't really explain yeah. what the tape is. No, or what it well, does, well, it's because or... they don't want Snake to know what the tape yeah, is. Yeah. So then, Snake Plissken is a. Uh, Decorated special forces guy. Who's two purple hearts. Two purple hearts. The youngest to ever receive the purple heart. Oh, as yeah. well. And now he's he's just a criminal. Like, what was he trying to rob like Fort Knox or something? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I think he he. But I think it's not just that he's a criminal. He he became disillusioned with the the new American government. Oh yeah, kind he of won't thing. he won't fight their wars. Yeah, I think it was kind of like a stander kind of thing. He was robbing banks to as a fuck you to the government kind yeah, of, yeah. but also for. Because he's on gain too. Yeah. So they they send him in before they send him in. They inject, I think, like chemical bombs into his arteries yeah, or yeah, something. Yeah. So yeah, uh, he's got like a, 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 a explosive in his neck, pretty much. Isn't yeah, it? and has a timer of like twenty five hours on it or something. 
and yeah. so he has to get back in that time. So that's the only reason he that's his motive. And apart from that, he's just a guy who doesn't give a fuck about anybody or anything. Like he's so like every line out of his mouth is just so laughable. Yeah, yeah. it's so funny. I think, but I think that's lost on a lot of people. That the yeah. film is meant to be a comedy. Yeah, like it's yeah. meant like the idea because like what Kurt Russell's doing in the film is he's doing a Clint Eastwood impersonation. Yeah, and you got to think of what Kurt Russell was before that. He was a Disney star who made like he had made the Elvis biopic with John Carpenter, a TV movie. But other yeah. than that. He had made like talking monkey movies and stuff like like he was a, he was a Disney yeah, star, yeah. so that'd be like today. So I was saying about doing it with Emily Blunt, but if you were to really do like the Dunwich script from New York, you'd be cast in. I don't actually know any current or Disney generation star Miley it'd be Cyrus Zac Efron or somebody like. But Ten also, years ago, it'd have been Zac yeah, Efron. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. When he just when he finished High School Musical. Yeah, yeah. That's he. Yeah, yeah. Is there any of those kind of generated? I don't know. Or yeah. anyone now. I'm not too sure. Yeah. Jonas. Well, even they're not. <laughs> Is that Jonas brother? Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen Kingdom? TV show Kingdom? No, not yet, no. It's actually really good. Uh, one of the Jonas brothers is in it. Oh, He's right, fucking okay. great. He's really good in it. It's like... Have you watched Friday Night Lights? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I Friday Night that. Lights with MMA fighters. Oh, okay. It's really good, though. Cool. Um, it's really, like... It's fun, but like it gets so fucking dark at times. Oh, <laughs> like, really? Yeah, there's a scene where like uh, I don't want to give away huge. Um, there's a scene where one of the characters kidnaps his mother, forces her to watch him do heroin, <laughs> so as he can show her how painful it was growing up with an addict. Oh, because she's an addict. She was yeah, and it's just it's. And is so, he a heroin addict or did he do no. it just to make it? Like, no, he's a wild sort of drug guy, but he's not an addict. Like he's an MMA fighter in it, and like when he gets these shit together, he's good. But he pretty much like deliberately starts to fuck up his life just to like, <laughs> and it's so dark. <laughs> like, uh, but one of the Jonas Brothers is in it. And he's very good. Perfect line out of this is all right. I just have a couple of lines here. One of the characters goes to Snake. You gonna kill me now, Snake? He goes, Not now. I'm too tired. And then he pauses and goes, Maybe later. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe later. Can't do as good Snake Plissken. Uh, but what I love about that character too is that like despite being the sort of non caring anti hero, yeah. he really doesn't want to die. Yeah, yeah. Like, it, like he doesn't have a like like the classic thing is, you know, this guy was a soldier and his son killed himself with his with his sidearm, and now he just wants to die. So we're going to send him on this suicide mission or whatever. Like, yeah, or even like, like that's straight out of Stargate, by the way. If you um, look at like the Dollars trilogy, like Clint Eastwood survives out of instinct. Yeah, but he never. You never get the fact that he cares one way or the other. But Snake. It's only, like when he's told he's going to die, he's like, right, I'm in. I like, I just want to get out of this. And even at the end. When he ke- when they get off the island, he fucking runs up to yeah, get he's the like, ejection. Fuck this. All he cares about is, is living. Like I really like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I fucking love that. Great line. You a cop? No, I'm an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm an asshole. <laughs> um, also, the uh, originally, I think in the script, it was actually you know they didn't want to do the the twenty the twenty four hour thing that he had like it was eight hours or whatever. But the only reason it's twenty four hours is because the studio was worried the film just looked too dark and it was all set at night. Oh, yes. So they only did just... Yeah, yeah. they made it 24 hours just so they had a morning scene. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) I kind of like that. It's funny. No, yeah, there's a great line which 
I completely agree with. And then even it goes back to them like, oh, they're like, oh, get the tape or whatever like that. Where he's, where they're like, um, they're like, will you do it? And he's just like, get a new president. Yeah. yeah, like, yeah. And the whole time watching the film, I was just like, wouldn't the higher ups just be like, so the president died today, <laughs> crashing in New the York. Point. Like they this. don't, they don't want the president. Like, yeah, yeah. Even at the end, like they, that becomes absolutely clear at the end. <laughs> yeah, and, like, and like, yeah, at the very end, they won't even give him the cure until he gives them the tape. Yeah, that they're yeah. looking for. And so, now thinking about it in hindsight, like all the criminals think they have leverage on the government because they have the president. Yeah, and it's yeah. only because he has the tape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's the only reason. It's Definitely, yeah, yeah. We're talking there about how this to go back to something I was saying earlier about how you know remaking Escape from New York. Oh yeah, doesn't work nowadays. Yeah, because New York is such a different city. And yeah, yeah, like it makes absolutely no sense. Even and their version of it being the surveillance. Yeah, like I, like I mean, that's an all right solution, but it's just it's it's called that's just a different film. Yeah, that's what I mean. Don't don't call it Escape from New York. Just call it yeah. Because all you're going to do then is like people who like like Escape from New York are just going to f- be tricked into watching a different film. Yeah. People that don't know of the original will have seen it anyway. You can give it a new name. Like why Yeah. Why is the name so important in all these reboots and remakes? But it's the same as like, it, it's the exact same concept as what they did in Star Trek Into Darkness. Like that moment where uh, Benedict Cumberbatch goes, my name is Khan. Most of the audience was like, yeah, um, what? And then, oh, this, sorry, and, yeah, yeah. and then, and then the other half of the audience were like, "Oh, that's what I was like." like oh, I thought, oh. yeah, I thought that we were going to think it was them, and then <laughs> yeah. it wasn't. And, the, and I'm not even a Star Trek. Like I only watched it. Yeah. Like I, I'm familiar with the Star Trek movie. Of it, I've seen yeah. bits and pieces of the. I've, I've seen. Obviously, I've watched episodes, but like I wouldn't be a Star Trek fan the way you are. I'm a yeah. Star Trek movie fan. Yeah, yeah, which. Which is what you need. Most people would be. Yeah, yeah. You know? And I, but I was like, I was disgusted. <laughs> yeah. I actually, I actually I just, I, remember, I was sitting in the cinema and I just went. Because I remember watching the trailer and I was like, oh, Colin's in this. Yeah, yeah. And then people were like, oh, apparently it's not Colin. It's like, oh, cool, yeah. Because, yeah, it would be weird that they would just. But the, but the whole point was it didn't reference anything to no, anybody. Yeah, it's... <laughs> like they make it this big dramatic thing where he announces his name. And it, it makes no sense to the characters in the scene for him to, yeah, yeah. to reveal his name that dramatically and it makes no sense to the audience well you imagine except for about 10 percent, it'd be like say the new spider man movie has yeah. this new villain we've never seen before he looks different he's really like young and cool looking and he has a different set of, a set of powers like maybe he can levitate or something and then at the end he goes i am dr octavius <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> like <laughs> you're just like and it's <laughs> <laughs> like don't you know who i am yeah it does but that's to me it's the same thing if you're to call yeah, it, yeah. if you to do remake with that idea and call it escape from new york i don't see the point but here's how i think you do escape from new york oh yeah remake slash reboot slash just sequel so the way the world has changed especially when you look at actually really relevant now with the whole now we don't we're, we've been Janu- since January 18th, we locked the doors on the bunker, so we don't really know what's going on. We get a few news stories come down the pipeline. So, well, since November? No, I think before the inauguration. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so we know who was elected. We don't know yeah, if yeah, he we met it. Who. 
But we don't have any made. <laughs> but we know that uh, you know when when Trump got the electoral vote, the big talking point was like oh, it's the, the, all these states in the middle that have been kind of forgotten about. Yeah. Ma- modern American politics, which is kind of true. Like you look at how like all yeah. the the coastal cities that were like New York and LA that were once like ridden with crime are all these new they're they're metropolises now. Yeah, especially California because even since the advent of the internet, the whole Silicon Valley boom and all this, like they're all yeah. the well, like people you can't people that grew up in San Francisco can't afford to take the bus there anymore, let alone yeah, live yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so like those cities are are completely different than what they were in the eighties. That now they're the big, they're the the huge booms of business, and Middle America, it's all these logging towns and like commun- coal mine. Yeah, towns. that are completely forgotten about. Yeah, the in the remake they should have it that America got into that kind of the mess that they kind of the people claim they're in anyway, but multiplied by a hundred, like all good sci-fi, where sort of let's say that the Eastern United States just annexed yeah. Mid America. Oh yeah, and West's coast done the same. So they're kind of like two different. So you have like one. It's like two countries. There's the New California Republic. Yeah, and like the eastern united states we, we'll figure out a better name yeah. and so all the middle is instead of the wall separate in new york from yeah. mainland it's they're separate in the mainland from new york and same oh, on yeah, the yeah. coastal side so you do the same plot where like oh, the president's daughter plane is shot down in middle america yeah. so they have to send somebody in to get her back to new york like yeah so yeah. then you just so do escape to new york exactly new york. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah which is a great title you just call it yeah. escape to new york yeah and you just make it this balls out mad max like fury road style film oh because yeah, you yeah. have that sort of terrain that'd be crossing so you make it a proper post-apocalyptic film yeah and set in middle mid-america about escaping yeah. to new york and then you can do the same thing you can have emily blunt be the character that's sent in yeah and then you have it that Maybe in the second act, she meets the old snake Pliskin, who's uh, a warlord or whatever yeah, in Mid America, yeah. and he's, just because he's just take care of himself. Yeah, yeah and yeah. he's the one who actually ha- he's the one who shot down the president, and it's so as he can get back to New York or something. Oh, brilliant! Yeah, yeah. Perfect way to do the film. Absolutely. And the title, like, yeah, so it was did, all did they team up at the end? Yeah, I think well, a reluctant team up, I think. Yeah, because they're both assholes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you wouldn't like it'd be so it's so tempting to make her snake's daughter, but no, yeah. she's just like a, a very snake like character. Yeah, yeah. But you you have that moment where she goes to him, You in charge of this place? And he just goes, No, I'm an asshole. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, just an asshole. I'm just an asshole. <laughs> and it's like, but he is clearly in charge. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <But that's> the... <laughs> it's brilliant. But even even they do oh no, it's skipping ahead a little I bit. Would so just... pay to see that movie though. That's a great idea. Or they can pay us to write that movie. <laughs> yeah. Dear Hollywood peoples. You can email us at Shane at DisasterArtistPodcast.com or Johnny at DisasterArtistPodcast.com. Reminds me, I need to like forward, get, oh, give you like, you login. Did you send that email? Yeah, yeah. You should have, in hindsight, you should have made it bourbons at Disaster <laughs> Artist and custard creams at Disaster Artist. Do you know what? We're going to set up those email addresses as well. Yeah. And then you can just vote for your favourite business. I don't know if we're allo- how many emails we're allowed, but <laughs> it might be unlimited number of emails, but I think we have limited storage. Oh, yeah. Which is yeah. why, actually, 
I because I have my like my Johnny at Disaster Artist. I get the mail forwarded to my Gmail as well. Like because it's just easier. Yeah, well, yeah. just so as I don't have to remember to always log in and delete stuff. Because yeah, yeah, we yeah. only have like like a gigabyte of store email oh, storage. Yeah, yeah. So no, well, I just wanted concept. to pitch the new yeah the, yeah, the that new is a great concept the concept. new escape from New York escape to New York escape to New York yeah because I was sorry you got the talk because I, I I was planning to like end it and here's how what I'd call it oh I guess <laughs> yeah, yeah you got it so early I really because I was even thinking about it, I was like I was even thinking I hope he doesn't get it before I get to it and I was like well, if I once I keep talking he probably won't oh yeah. I didn't think it was only if it was anyone else I was like yeah they probably won't get it and I was worried that you'd get to it but I still didn't think you'd get to it so like I'd barely said like two sentences is it the president's daughter in LA yeah yeah Yeah, that's what I thought I was trying to explain I was talking to people in work and I was just saying hey like they're like oh what are you doing this week on the podcast I was like oh we're doing Escape to New York they're like oh what's that and I was like you don't know what Escape to New York is and I was trying to explain it to them And, and when you explain the movie out loud it just sounds so terrible. It's, it's and I was a, like, and then they made a sequel. And it's the president's daughter ends up in LA and they're just like, why did you watch this? And like, <laughs> I was just like, oh, kids yeah. these days, you guys don't understand. Well, hey, like, are these younger, a younger generation? Yeah, I'm in, in my office, in my floor, apart from one other person, I'm the oldest by like seven years. And, and then the guy next to me is like, four years younger than me uh, that's about it like that's it. The, i'm not working there anymore but the, the, where i was working up until when we started this podcast anyway and i remember like there was a girl i worked with and she was like fresh out of co- she was still in college i think like she's she only worked like three days a yeah, week yeah. and i was trying to explain to her what the podcast was oh really i didn't even get it like much worse than yours because one of her first questions was what's an apocalypse Oh no! <laughs> oh no! Yeah, yeah, and I, was, and I had to exp- like try explain what an apocalypse is to somebody. I have a great dad joke for you. I read last night, which was uh, so. What I don't know what Armageddon means. It's not like it's the end of the world. Uh, sorry. See, I was thinking for our scenario. Yeah. Okay, we're going to have to acknowledge that. Donald Trump is the president of the United States. Apparently, that's what we've heard. We have a guy on. Well, he, sorry, he was elected president of the United States last we checked. So well, we can only we, assume we still he have. Still is. Yeah, we we have some news sources sent down to. We have a little shoot. We have we have a friend of ours. We're like we're down. like the Chilean miners. <laughs> yeah. Um, but in our scenario, considering like there's talk, you know, a wall built around Manhattan, he wants to build a wall separate yeah. in mexico he's talked about how like he loves mexicans he yeah. wants all the good mexicans to come to america and he just wants the bad ones to stay there oh, okay which yeah. would sound like you're getting to what happened with new york yeah so it's escape from mexico <laughs> yeah like so like in our scenario is it like trump or trump's daughter is shot down in mexico and we have to go to mexico to yeah of course, we'd be forced into it too because we'd be like snake. I think it should be Baron. <laughs> Baron shot down. <laughs> Baron shot down. I'd be worried because he's got those mental abilities. Yeah, but mm-hmm. we bring that into it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's not actually him we want. It's there's a tape of uh, Donald Trump 
on a bus saying he loves grabbing women by the pussy. <laughs> I was going to say And we have to get that before it goes public. Oh, wait a second. You see, yeah, yeah, yeah. It didn't matter. Um. <laughs> oh, I see. I, I have another scenario because yeah. you know the, the, the rumored tape that the Russians have on. Yeah, Trump. no, I know. I was going to say that and I, I decided to, it'd be funnier to say the one that already leaked. Oh, yeah, no, but I, considering, you know, our alleged alignment with Russia, it would make sense that Putin sends us to, to get the tape. Yes, it would indeed, comrade. I'm Johnny. <laughs> but also, I was thinking it'd be funny too if you just do the New York, because it'd be like, with the modern, with New York, say, say for whatever reason, Escape from New York happens, New York becomes this crime-ridden city again. Yeah. And they do like the film. Because there's no... You know, the World Trade Center is gone. Even though the Empire State Building is a popular building, I think yeah. arguably now it's Trump Tower. It's Trump Tower, <laughs> so we'd be landing on Trump Tower. Oh yeah. So then I like the idea because think of it. I was going to say because the Almighty and wonderful President Trump is no longer in residence in Trump Tower, New York turns to but shit. His, but oh yeah, but his family are still there, so oh, they're yeah. caught. See, that's what I think, because remember you had all the protesters yeah, in yeah. New York, like you had thousands of protesters out. Maybe it gets kicked, it gets really kicked up a notch, where it's like the opposite of Escape from New York, where they're like, we don't want, now Trump's president, he's like, all the liberals are in New York protesting, <laughs> so let's corner off let's the island. Lock, lock them in. <laughs> yeah, we can, we can solve the liberal problem. Yeah. New York voted for Hillary. Oh yeah, so we're going to send in a, a chopper to get my family out. Yeah, but- yeah. The choppers shut down by feminists or something. <laughs> I don't know. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. It's uh, or is it all the women are in New York protesting for woman like Women's Day? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you see, I like the idea. Far, I like the idea of him being still trapped in Trump Tower, though. Like, I like the idea of uh, uh, it's us having to get. Trump out of New York or just out of Trump Tower so it's like the raid but in reverse where we have to get him from his penthouse oh that's it so right so he's in <laughs> Trump Tower when the protests kick up yeah and everyone evacuates they're evacuating Trump but you know like he, he doesn't listen to his people he won't even sit in on debriefings with the CIA yeah. so he goes back to his room to get his toupee oh yeah and and one last go of the golden toilet. <laughs> yeah, and he gets locked into his room because he's got these big golden doors, like they're so heavy, and his hands are too small <laughs> to to reach around the gold the say, golden door handles. I was gonna say exactly that. You can't open the golden door with yeah. tiny hands. And so we're because it's this new moral America where all the liberals because you know, we're we're liberal. <laughs> yeah. So our our we're we're being sent to New York with all the other liberals because of our podcast. Yeah, ignoring our Russian connection um, so to get out of it we have to rescue Donald Trump from his tower and oh, bring yeah. him back to safety and with the tape of prostitutes peeing on uh, someone else yeah <laughs> um, which also let's acknowledge we know that that's not a real thing and that's fake news oh, and yeah. all that but fake news <laughs> yeah fake news <laughs> Uh, but no, I'm sure that that's obviously bullshit. Yeah. As much as like Pizzagate is bullshit too. Like uh, the only way in which it could be real is somebody said to him, "Do you want a golden share?" And he said, "Yes, I love gold." <laughs> well, I think and then didn't realize the scenario he's getting himself into. But I think because it's been spun that the original story didn't even say that he received the golden shower. 
The original story was that he hired prostitutes to piss on the bed the Obamas had slept on. Really? Yeah, and then it kind of got spun that he had the golden shower, but that never actually appeared in the original story. Okay. That part, but even though the original story obviously seemed like there was it had no source and it seemed like bullshit anyway. Yeah, that sounds the like, one that trickled like something the onion put out. Yeah, the one, but the one that trickled down, even though the original story had no source, the one that trickled down to the public wasn't even accurate to the original story. It's very weird. Wow. But I find it very weird how the whole Pizzagate fake news story yeah. people are like well this is obviously just fake news bullshit this is no source why would anybody believe this but then once the trump sort of variant came out people are like well this seems like it could be true yeah and yeah no they're both bullshit <laughs> they're just bullshit from two different sides funny. <laughs> sorry so, I, so sorry. i completely went back and met it the original escape from you oh, <laughs> like oh, yeah. changed as, as i think about it yeah it's just escaping her so we're not in Ireland, it's not Escape from Dublin or another city. No, but that's worth a conversation too, though. Yeah. What is the film, the Scottish one, that's all of Scotland is, a pre- is post-apocalyptic world? What's that film? Uh, Doomsday. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's not kind of the same? Oh, no, it was a virus, was it? It's a virus hits, I think it hits Scotland first so instead of so the rest of the... So they just wall it up. Yeah. yeah. And they kind of continue to exist in a Mad Max kind of world. Yeah, it's like Scotland is just Mad Max world. Yeah, it's not a great film, but like it's not bad. It's the same guy that done Dog Soldiers and oh, yeah. The Descent. The, the Descent's one of my favourite movies ever. Have you seen it? Yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck, it's so good. It's brilliant. Um, Doomsday's worth a watch. We probably, that'd be a good episode to do. Yeah. That's very like, actually, I never really thought about that. I, no, I was just think, thinking of it. I always think of that being more like Mad Max, but yeah, it's 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 Mad Max and yeah. Escape from New what York. What made me think of it is I was going to say, so what, do we separate Ireland from Northern Ireland with a wall? And then I suddenly thought, oh, isn't that a Scottish film? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I'd say realistically, it would be a continuation from our Red Dawn episode where Ireland is actually the prison of Europe. Because we're, oh, yeah. we're the one country that's, com- we're completely separated from the rest yeah, yeah. of Europe. So like Ireland as a whole would be the... Yeah. But then we're already here. We'll have met a big by this point. We'll have, we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll have gone Hollywood. Disaster artists will be a Discovery Channel TV show like Mythbusters. Oh, yeah, so we're in America. Yeah, yeah. We go, so they send us back into <laughs> Ireland. They, they know the terrain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll send them back in. That's much better. <laughs> yeah, like we've been living in Hollywood, like in the Hollywood Hills, just like doing massive amounts of coke. Yeah, Co- yeah. A cola. <laughs> we, just, <laughs> we have a really bad Coca-Cola habit. <laughs> All our teeth are rotten away. Yeah. We've both put on like, a load of weight. We've, yeah, we look I, like... I lost a foot to diabetes. So. <laughs> <laughs> I love that idea. They're both cokeheads. I'd be careful if I was you when you go with, with you know the helmets for the beer, <laughs> yeah, yeah. cans of coke, and a drip in your arm, even though you don't need it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> And not even like real Coca Cola, like off brand supermarket Coca Cola. Homestead Cola, like. Yeah, just like. It's not even Coke. No, like. it's Cola. Yeah, yeah. It's like I thought you said there were Coke heads. It's like, Cola heads doesn't sound as good. F- fuck you. Like, <laughs> Ironically, I don't think either of us like Coca Cola at all. No, not really. No. I used to. I went for two people. Every, every now and then, where I like, especially if I'm doing a long drive, because I don't drink coffee. I'll be like, oh, I'll grab a Coke. So it's just to get the, ca- it's just the way you're made to get the caffeine fixed though. Like, Yeah, it's, it's you know, I put petrol in the car and I bottle a Coke in me. 
<laughs> yeah. I can't, I guess, yeah. Whereas I'll just have the coffee, so. Yeah. I drink Coca-Cola with, like, certain rums, and that's oh, yeah. it. Yeah. We've yet to do a podcast road trip. We need to do one. Yeah. <laughs> Even if we just what? drive somewhere for no reason and do, the, do it in the we car. We need somewhere relevant to the... Yeah. <laughs> well, I think it's not a road trip. It'd be a, a water trip. A friend of Shane's uh, does kayaking. Oh, yeah. And I was saying to Shane, because on our uh, settlement episode, Shane was talking about his uh, Lambay Island being where he'd build his settlement. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think we could boat, boat out or kayak, canoe out to Lambay Island. Yeah, he did Island. a GoPro video the other week. Of yeah. Was, did he go to Lambay? He didn't go to Lambay, but he was saying his next trip, he wants to oh, do yeah, a yeah. trip to Lambay Island. I kind of skipped through the video because it was really long. It was like 22, I watched the entire thing. It's, oh, on, it's really relaxing. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to say that to him. I think I did. I left him a comment. Just, like, it's... The, because he doesn't talk for the entire thing. It's just him. Yeah, yeah. It takes him so long to get into the water. Cause, yeah, yeah. Because he, he clearly, like, he just didn't edit it. He just put up from when he pressed record on the yeah, GoPro yeah. and pressed stop. Like, you know, just I'm glad that's the way he done it. Like, there, yeah, there's yeah. something really... There's a... Shit, what's his name? Uh, there's a YouTuber. I think he's called Basic Survival or... Something like that where he's a... Uh, this guy, he just goes out to the woods. He just leaves a go- GoPro rolling. He edits them down a bit. Like, as in, he does, like, time-lapse. You don't want to oh, yeah. just watch him hammering in each fucking stick. Yeah. But uh, he just builds, like, cabins and stuff from, not like, just from what he finds in the woods. Like, like Mott and Bailey oh, right, cabins yeah. and stuff. Is he the guy who built the mud hut? I, think, I sent you that. Yeah, yeah. And he doesn't talk for any of them. That's amazing. Yeah. And they're really relaxing, but... Uh, yeah, yeah video reminded me of that there's something really relaxing about uh, it it's really weird i thought i the way you looked there i yeah, thought no. you just realized that it wasn't recording <laughs> no 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 uh he's really sensitive about his surname being used on anything that goes public so that's sorry yeah. steven right? yeah yeah sorry I, I i even thought of that and i that's why yeah, i stopped yeah. i was wondering oh which is it he wants because I, I was thinking wait which I, one is it yeah, yeah i had a feeling that wasn't his real name I, yeah because Seems to fit him too well. I know, we, call that him, we call him man. Yeah. Um, uh, so, I, so I just thought of it. Thought of it do I, uh, go back a bit. Yeah. So this I, the, is that the guy who's building the mud hut? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yes. And like that guy doesn't talk at all, Jordan. He just yeah. sits and does his thing. And that was the same with Stephen's video where yeah. he, he doesn't talk. It's just like watching a man out there. Being a man. <laughs> being a man with nature. Not like, not fighting nature. But working with nature, it's, yeah, yeah. there's and, something and really Stephen nice. Stephen is and... that kind of guy. Um, I'll, I'll say it here first. Now it'll be months before you see anything, but he is working on a secret GoPro project. Yeah, it'd be not, it'd be really good to get him on because he actually like he knows his shit too. Like he goes, like he he just he's the type of person who randomly decides like there's a Saturday night, maybe his his wife's out with friends, and he's like, I'm gonna grab my hammock and I'm gonna go sleep in the woods. He's <laughs> he's doing it this Saturday. Oh, really? I asked him, was he going to come to the event I'm organizing this Saturday? And he, oh, no, I'm sleeping in the woods that night. <laughs> yeah, no, there's a, there's a genuinely, he was just like, oh, I'm sleeping in the woods that night. I was like, can you not do that another night? And he's like, no, man, I booked this months ago and my wife let me uh, like go to sleep, sleep in the woods. I was like, dude, it's so cold. Why are you doing it this time? But back to uh, the scenario. How did we get on to Stephen there? Oh, we're talking about islands, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. I was like, oh, we are going to so, do that. Yeah, the, we'll, we'll, do we'll go to Lambay. Yeah, yeah. And that came from, like, Ireland being the one separated. Yeah. Uh, which would make sense, like, if it was a European prison, you would make yeah. it Ireland. Yeah. Like, kind of in a... 
I mean, there's a few other ones. You can make Iceland. It'd be easier to make Iceland. There'd be less people to deal with, but... Yeah. No, and I think, like, in Escape from New York, there is a very... There's an... Even even with the whole monologue of, like, you know, crime became this high and they turned it into the prison and all that. Yeah, yeah. There's a very obvious kind of unsaid thing of... There seems to be people who just didn't want to leave New York. Like, they didn't want to leave their homes. Yeah, So yeah. they're just there now. Like, the cabbie guy... The guy who drives the cab. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I've been driving this cab for 30 years. And now he's a bit mentally ill. Like, the way he, the <laughs> yeah, way he comes yeah. across. He, he doesn't come across like he's all there. But it kind of suggests that he's just been living his life like it's normal. And he's living Prison Island. Well, that's what's really good in Escape from L.A. The girl he meets sort of helping him along the way. Yeah. Where he's talking about, like... Like, they, they part ways at one point And then eventually she comes back. And I think she might save him. Yeah. I think like he, but anyway, and he's talking about like, if you bring me the rest of the way, I'll get you off this island. And she's like, I don't like go off this island. Yeah, it's and my home. Like, right? and, but it's not even that. She's like, you crazy? We're the only people that's free anymore. Oh, yeah. And she makes like, you can't smoke or drink on the mainland anymore. The new moral America is like, this is the only place in the world at the moment where you can do what you want. Yeah. And then... She just got shot in the head. <laughs> but which is a good scene because, like, she's right, but with that comes other repercussions. Like, yeah, yeah. I did the, the point. She's like, I'm free, but in but mortal you, danger. You don't want to be too free. I think that's yeah. the point you're trying to make. It's like the middle, yeah. you need to find that middle ground. Yeah, there's either all the laws or no laws. There's no in between. Actually, well, we, we, we live in a world where we live in the in between. Yeah. What would you prefer if you have to choose between one? Um, I like to think that, and it's kind of like we were saying this earlier before we went on mic that you know it's kind of like the purge a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, of, purge two specifically. I like to think that the only thing that not the only thing that's not keeping me safe at night is the fact that I have a front door that locks. You know what I mean? Like, I like to. Th- I like to think. It's also the fact that there's respect for a fellow man. and There is the element of there's the people who will break into your house at night and rob you. And, like, that happens all the time. Yeah, yeah. But, but, that's, but I, I genuinely think that that is a small percentage of people. Yeah, yeah. It's not a case of your friend across the road who's a banker or something, or your neighbor who's across the road who's a banker. is like, if you suddenly had no front door, he's not just going to come in and be like, Ed, this TV's mine now, and walk out again. Like, But, but that's the... In- There's a really good book called The Honest Truth About Dishonesty. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember the writer's name. Um, but he, he brings that up in it where he's talking about if you leave your... Like, you, you live in a small neighborhood, yeah. if you go to bed at night and you leave your door open, like wide open, yeah. your neighbor... Is in, is more inclined to just come in and look for something to steal. Yeah, but if it's closed, whether it's locked or not, but just if it's closed, people won't like your your yeah. average person won't come in. But it's when the opportunity is easy yeah. for the somebody. Opportunist, yeah, yeah, no consequences, kind of. Yeah, and like I, I, I know. I think that's. True. I think most people, if it's like, oh well, the door is open, so I'll have a yeah. look, and you're like, I'm not. I don't plan to steal anything, but I'll look. And then once yeah. they get in and they see, oh, I like it. that's a nice laptop. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I think all the, like 
it's that thing that all all civilization is is a is a handshake between two people and agreeing not to kill each other. The, but that's the, like I mean, the, the closed door is just like that's your binding con. That's say look, I don't want anybody in here. Respect that. Yeah. But if it's opened, you're like, they've given me no outright indication they don't want me here. So yeah, that's I think the percentage goes up when you take away the front door. Yeah, you know, and I, I but it, but it would it be the same as. You know, if suddenly, like like we were talking about that when we did the purge episode uh, last year, like the when I don't think yeah, like when people if all suddenly of a sudden, all, you all can, law there was no law. I imagine most people would just go buy drugs and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I, I like yeah. I don't think most people like in the purge where you see the guy, the neighbor out like sharpening his machete to get <laughs> ready for the night. Like he's a banker every. Yeah, other yeah. night of the year but He's tonight like, today you get the murder yeah I don't know? think yeah I don't think that happens I think that happens a bit like I think there's a tiny percent of people that probably yeah. are like that and most of the killings would be someone's going out like oh I'm going to go kill Bob from accounting because uh, you know because he's going to get that promotion if I don't you know, this, yeah, like, like yeah, there's, yeah, the there's strategic. The, yeah. And I think a lot of what the Punisher character from The Purge where it's like this person done something horrible another yeah. night of the year and deserves to die so I'm going to use the purge night yeah it's to, revenge like, yeah I think that definitely happens because I oh, think yeah. revenge is uh, such a driving motive for a lot of yeah, people yeah. but that we, we, we said that was would you pass me that wine again oh sorry um, we're drinking a Wastelander wine by the way Wastelander wine if only we could fucking sell this well no what we can do is at events if we done a live event we could say sell tickets for the event to come watch us yeah, and live, free and that there's just free wine and beer. Yeah. So what? Because it's free, like it's yeah, technically yeah. included in the price, but not really. You're paying for the live show, but yeah, but you you do it that you're yeah. paying for. It. Yeah, yeah. But it'd be nice to have a section on the website where it's like Bunker <laughs> Brew. Yeah. Um, we should just do it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just do a gallery of them. Anyway. Uh, Bunker Brew, so good you can't even order it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Or like ready two thousand forty six. Yeah, it's not just it's not ready yet. Yeah. So so are we doing this because we've got we're working on three different scenarios here. So we were like us, yeah, bringing saving Trump out of Trump Tower during the riots after his okay, election. Yeah. Us going to Mexico to get his daughter back out, or yeah. us being sent back to Ireland. Yeah, which is best. I just like Trump being involved. <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea, but it could still be his kid in Ireland rather than Mexico. You know, but I like having us having to save him. Maybe he comes down in Ireland. He's on a visit to Ireland. Yeah, I, he's meant to be visiting Ireland in the next year. Or so, but I really like the idea of continuing the concept from Escape from New York that it's his kid, but he doesn't actually care about the kid. He cares about something else that they have on them. Yeah, yeah. Which, yeah, in Escape from L.A., that's... The president gives the order, like, you can kill the kid, essentially. In, oh, in really? Escape from, I, he doesn't outright say that. I think the other guy, the, like, the his CIA uh, yeah, guy. Yeah. But he doesn't care about the kid. Yeah. He sends her to the electric chair in the end. Oh, yeah. The only reason she doesn't die is because Snake fucking turns off the power. But... <laughs> I'm, I'm probably going to watch this tomorrow. You see, I, I like the idea of us rescuing Trump because it'd be the first time where we don't need to use the trench coat because he's got such an inflated ego that he won't remember us anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was like, oh, I think there could have... Maybe there was two. Could have been three guys. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. They were sad, really. <laughs> yeah, this guy was really good at his job. Just like there was two of them. They were really good at the job. <laughs> <Yeah. right? laughs> 
say that scenario actually happens and and it's not we're not being forced into it it's not like tim cook will reactivate our itunes feed if we do this mission <laughs> but say they're just <laughs> um, that's brilliant sorry. but like so, so say something like that does happen like trump gets stranded somewhere and for some reason they come to us or there's some yeah. men well because trump's put a lot of mad people on his cabinet so let's say there's a guy who's basing everything he does in politics based on podcasts he listens to yeah he just thinks we have the skills yeah we're one of the podcasts he listens to so when he hears like an escape like he's sitting around the board meeting like trump's gone down trump's trapped in new york and somebody jokingly says <laughs> this is kind of like that kurt russell movie escape from new york and the guy, like, like Sean Spencer, is like, oh, disaster. I know, the perfect guy. Disaster artist talked about that. I, I got a solution. And he just, like, leaves the boardroom. And then he comes for some, we get contacted by him. Yeah. Ridiculous scenario. But how do you react? Are you like, okay? <laughs> Surely you have to go on it. Because, like, when, like, you're never going to. But, be- but like, but Snake isn't given a choice. No, no, but in this one, say we are, like, how would you react if you're given a chat? Where Sean calls you up and he's like, so the Don, the Donald's trapped in Trump Tower. Uh, the city's gone to shit. It's essentially a war zone. We think you're the guys for the job. <laughs> We're going to, like, give you, you're going to have your own plane and stuff. We're going to give you guns. Yeah. My response to that is, well, the Shane and the Johnny are there. <laughs> <laughs> See, like, even though, like, Obviously, that's a ridiculous scenario. Never would happen. <laughs> but if it were, I'd be like, all of that would be in my head, where I'd be like, well, this is ridiculous. That was me, sorry. I should have put that on silent. I'd be like, this is the most ridiculous thing that has ever happened in the history of humanity. Of course I'm saying yes. Yeah, yeah. And I would also be like, this is going to make a great episode of the podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, well, our only... What, the, it was like, can I wear a GoPro and be recording audio at all Yeah, times? yeah, and he sits down and he does a proper interview at the end. <laughs> for this scenario, I prefer that they force us into it. But just if you were yeah, asked, yeah. like, just for the story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, but the chances, like, even though there's a chance you won't make it out, like... Yeah, like, you've no experience. I don't, like, <laughs> yeah, it's like a, we've no military we've training. shot, like, two different versions of, of of shotguns before, and that's it. Yeah. I, uh, like, we've never, neither of us have shot handguns, like, which is what they'd be giving you. I would just be like, okay, can we 48 hours to just play a load of Call of Duty or something? Yeah. Because... Yeah. Or maybe they send somebody with us. It's like, we we, we just... We're just in it for some reason. We're the lead, we're they they send us a snake Pliskin character, like somebody that's that's good at hand to hand combat, somebody that's been oh, yeah, in yeah. war zones. But because Sean Spencer thinks we've got good minds for it, that we we just oh, tell yeah, him yeah. we're we're the ones who sort of tell him what to do. He's there. Say, to... I was going to say they give us Charlie Cox from Daredevil. Yeah, because he seems to be actually good at the fights. Yeah, <laughs> we were talking about Iron Fist before we came on, Mike. Yeah, and yeah. how it's not very good. And daredevil looks like he could kick his ass which is completely wrong but yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway you know that's fine that's too meta sorry um but that's interesting because that's actually we we're talking about the new york the difference between new york that's where the marvel tv shows have kind of ran into trouble that yeah like like daredevil protecting hell's kitchen but hell's kitchen is like this really expensive real like, estate nowadays it's all like hipster and nice and, but they kind of touched on that now they had, they had it like kingpin rebuilding yeah, yeah hell's kitchen 
and doing it on the back of crime. So I thought I should just point out they actually had a very good solution to how they made it work. Also, in the Marvel Universe, Hell's Kitchen is like the size of Manhattan Island. <laughs> like, yeah, it's a huge area. Um, in it's real like, life, it's like two blocks or something. Yeah. It's like, um, so is it Donald has gone down in Ireland and they're sending us in? Yeah, maybe he can, because he's got a golf course here. So he's come yeah, to yeah. do something. Like, it, it, like when they send over the president for a meeting. Yeah. And, and because, and then we're in LA doing all our coke. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, Oh, a cola. Sleeping with prostitutes. Not having sex with them. We just, like, cuddling before. Like, we just, like, lying in bed with other people. I hear they sleep with, like, seven prostitutes a night. And it just cuts to them. We're in a bunk bed. And it's just me and you in one bunk. And then there's seven, <laughs> seven prostitutes <laughs> in the bunk above. Yeah. <laughs> like, we just like the company. I don't know. We're just there. And then uh, I just kind of go. Can, can I be the little spoon now, Johnny? <laughs> We're not even... Like, we do that thing where it's like... Oh, head to toe. Head to toe. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny because when we were younger and we were students, me and Johnny shared a bed many an occasion. <laughs> and, uh, I liked if you... I thought you were just going to stop there. And we just used like, to share we a bed. We used to share a bed. Like, we used to go to college and we just shared a bed. We couldn't afford. That was the scenario as I remember so, it. Some nights, yeah, we, we had to share a bed. Yeah. Until somebody put a stop to it. <laughs> They did, and it wasn't me. You, you kind of army. Well, <laughs> it, was, it was the woman that is now my wife. <laughs> but I remember. Um, I remember the first time you slept on the floor instead of the bed. I was like, Johnny, she won't know. And you're like, Shane, she's gonna know. She's gonna know. I was like, I'm not gonna. She'll tell smell her. It off you. She'll yeah. smell the cigarettes. You're like, you're like, she'll smell me off your bed. I was like, it's fine. I'll change the sheets. <laughs> Some smells you just can't wash away. <laughs> so, so Donald Trump is stuck in Ireland. Yeah. I think that's the, the which best is now a the prison of Europe. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I like that. The prison of Europe. Um, Great name for a band. <laughs> oh, kind of is actually. Yeah. Um, so we've got to go in to rescue him. So we're, now, already though, this gets easier because the gangs that are going to exist here. Yeah don't have as many guns as they would in America. Oh, yeah. But they didn't have... But in Escape from New York, they didn't have any guns. They didn't, but they had... Well, they had a few. But very few. But mostly, very few, but you see handmade weapons. Yeah. I guess the handmade weapons would just... They'd exist either way. They're already good at making them here. Yeah. Yeah, ex- that's true, yeah. In fact, gangs here already make pipe pistols, like... Yeah, so. yeah. But that's, like... Which... In terms of, like, that sort of feral sort of gang mentality that you yeah. would face in a post-apocalyptic world, do you think... What sort of cultures do you think would be the most dangerous if left to that? Like, the most, like, sort of barbaric, like... Here or anywhere? Well, do you think here would be worse than United States or Africa or Asia or anywhere? Yeah, I don't know. I'd say here because there'd be that we're at a music festival mentality permanently. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Ireland, like we don't have a hu- like we, we're we don't have a huge crime problem. No, but we do have we. Unfortunately, we have kind of a scumbag culture. Yeah, like it's it's small. It's a very small section of society, but there is a problem in Ireland where like the sort yeah. of I guess American listeners would be more familiar with the term chav, and in England, yeah, that sort of chav. I suppose their equivalent is. 
I don't know, is it white trash? Is that the, not really. White trash is... That's more of a classist thing. Yeah, though. like... Yeah. Uh, Ameri- like Douchebags. I don't know. It's kind of... It's hard to but describe. But there's... Like, I've never been to the United States. So I don't okay, actually yeah. have too... I'm not too familiar with, with, with what the culture actually is like there. Mine comes mainly from TV. But I don't get a sense that America has the, the antisocial behavioral yeah. problem that countries in Europe does. Obviously, they have like a, a terrible crime. Yeah. Uh, the same as anywhere. And gun crime, especially, or whatever. Yeah. But I never got the sense that there's as much of a needless violence in yeah, America. Like, it's, it's kind you, of the fo- football hooliganism versus like gang crime. Like, like they've gang got, the, crime, they've yeah. got gang crime, and that's. It's usually like somebody, an innocent person can get, or all, and usually, sadly, always does get in the middle of that. But that's yeah. not what they set out to do. Whereas in a lot of European cities, people go out and target the innocent person. Yeah, yeah. I, I always felt like the the even though the more innocent people probably get caught in the crosshairs in gang crime in America, yeah. it doesn't seem like that's the plan. Whereas here, people yeah, they're not like, the intended target. Yeah, it's, it's other gangs. But here, it's like here. it seems very. It seems the opposite. Where like yeah. they're kind of here, it seems like they're kind of pussies. They don't want to go up against another somebody else that might have a gun or a knife. Well, that's exactly so they it, target yeah. the the like here. It's like a fuck. You always hear stories where it's like some fucking old woman at a Lewis stop or yeah, something that they, like that. Beat up or whatever. Yeah, it's. We have a huge culture here where there's a huge... So just to emphasize, this, we're, we're talking about the worst scenario. This yeah, doesn't yeah. actually happen it's, it's in Ireland like, regularly. Like, yeah, it's not like you can't walk down the street without being... No, it happens a handful of... of bus yeah, like a handful of times a year you will hear yeah, the yeah. odd story. But. but there is... There's a weird culture here, and it's men and women. It's not specifically men. It's not specifically women. Where there's a huge percentage of people are like two drinks away from being the biggest dick in the, on the planet. Yeah, yeah. And the second like a drink touches their lips, they think they can say and do whatever they want without consequences. Yeah, yeah. And, and which they is just, they just get really obnoxious, and, the, and people get aggressive. Guys get into fights, and it's just a we- really weird culture. It's so strange. Which is one of the in in Escape from LA is one of the reasons. The, the moral state of America exists is that the people like that need to be put away, sectioned off yeah, yeah. in society. They really do. So, <laughs> so that's why Ireland's just sectioned off because like there's so many people many there that are two drinks away from being an yeah, animal, yeah, yeah. Uh, possibly. Yeah, no, that's a problem in Ireland. Well, then, um, but it's like a weird voluntary animal. Like they're not even they're not even that drunk, but they're just drunk enough to think have the attitude of oh, I've had. A couple of drinks, so I have an excuse to do whatever the fuck I want now. Yeah, yeah. And let it loose. It's it, it's not even a case of... And then there's like, oh, I was drunk. Well, let me put it to this to you. So, uh, and again, this is going more escape from LA, but I feel like the rules that yeah, the government yeah. established are in both of them. It's just expanded yeah, yeah. on in LA. The idea of banning alcohol... Like, they, so they ban tobacco, alcohol, drugs, everything. Yeah. Um... Obviously, you don't agree with that. But do you feel like in our country, there is maybe too... It, it's too close to that? In it? Like, you look at Ireland, where we can't buy alcohol in an off-license after 10 o'clock. Do you it find that... That's crazy. That's mental. Yeah, yeah. Like, and it's... 
people and, talk and for about no reason. And on a on a Sunday, you can't buy it until twelve thirty. It's so weird. Like, and there's American people listening to this. They're just like, wait, what? what? <laughs> <laughs> Because they can go, like, you just go to a gas station at, like, one in the morning in some states and you can just buy a six-pack of beer. Uh, We can't buy, we can't go into a a, a store. Obviously, you can drink into a pub until, I think, half 12 is normal closing time. And then you can, they can pay for a late license where they actually pay extortionate amounts of money to have a late license. And that's where you can serve up until two. I think it's two, yeah. But if if you're anywhere other than Dublin... It's not you can't afford to do it because you're never going to get the business that can justify paying no. for. Yeah, yeah. Which is really counterproductive because well, like a small bar in a in a little town in Offley isn't going to have a bunch of people spilling out of a pub at three in the morning starting fights. No. So they probably shouldn't have to pay the extra for the late lights. <laughs> like, yeah, you're not. They're not paying for the cleanup. Yeah, yeah. It's a. But then, like, you take, like, all the, the like, fucking Westport and all the stag sort of towns, yeah. where they're small towns, but they probably have more of a clean-up. It, it's definitely not, it's not a one-coat-fits-all yeah. scenario. And that's a pretty new law here. With the late license or in general? No, the uh, stop serving alcohol quite early. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It happened when I, I for final year of college, I went to England. And it happened during that year because I'll never forget. Because they, they, didn't they make the pubs closing time earlier as well? Yeah, yeah. And I remember I was in the pub. With oh, the off-license. When I first started, when I was first drink like legally drinking, so 18, like, yeah, yeah. it was half 11 for off-license. Yeah. And An hour and a half is a huge difference. Yeah, like, yeah. Especially at that time of the night. Like, it's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they changed loads of the pubs. I think it was like during the week. It's like last orders like half eleven or something, isn't it? Yeah, and half twelve weekend, I guess. Yeah, and now no pubs abide by it. Just <laughs> no, no, not really. Yeah. But I remember, and they had just brought it in, and they were all being, they were all following the law of it, or whatever. And I remember being in. I came home for like during the week or something, and I was in the pub with my mates, and I went up to the bar to order a drink, and they're like, "Oh no, last orders is ten minutes ago, man." I was like, "What?" I went back to my mates and I was just like, guys, it was last order is like 10 minutes ago. And they're like, yeah, yeah. It's like, it's so fucking early. What are you talking about? And it was just, I, di- I didn't even, I didn't, e- I hadn't even heard of the law because I was away. I know I was only in England, but I, I didn't know about it. But you it. gained an extra few hours. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know about it because in England, we just, yeah, so we have that shitty culture here. Right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was trying to think, where, how did we get this far? Um, <laughs> So, the but well, that goes back to I think that's why you were saying like oh, Irish people sometimes are two drinks away from starting a fight. Like, yeah, yeah. But I think that's why because like there's such a mad rush in Ireland for people to go out and get drunk. Yeah, because you're like off license is going to be closed in ten minutes. I need to run down and just buy all the alcohol I think I might need tonight. It's Good Friday, right? Is the perfect example. Here we have a rule of there's Good Friday, which is the Friday before Not a Easter rule, Sunday. a law. Sorry, a law, <laughs> which is the Friday before Easter Sunday. And it comes back from an old like thing of the church and state being too close together. And it's an old church law that became a, I suppose, a federal law equivalent. Our aver- yeah, we don't have federal law, but we yeah, practically law, do. Which is on Good Friday, which is the Friday before Easter Sunday, which is a random different week every year anyway. Um, on Good Friday... No one can buy, sell, 
or purchase or drink alcohol. We actually talked about it on the Paddy's Day episode where St. Patrick's Day used to be that. And it was yeah. changed. It used to be that there was a point in Ireland where every holy day it was illegal to buy yeah, yeah. alcohol. Paddy's Day used to be that. It was when Paddy's Day became this huge celebration in America. They eventually lifted the law here. Because they went, oh, you can make money out of that. Yeah. Um, so he, here on Good Friday, you can't, so what every Irish person does is on Thursday, they all buy like 10 times more drink than they will ever drink in one day because there's that one day where they're not allowed to buy yeah, drink. Yeah. So it's, it's, but it's a typical Irish thing of like, you can't fucking tell me what to do. Yeah. You bastard. But it's not even just that because I've had it, like just in terms of our normal off-license closing time, if I'm going to a house party and I don't like I'm fucking 30, I don't go to a lot of house party. I don't have all night drinking sessions these yeah, days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But up until like four years ago, I yeah. was still in that mentality where, like, every two weeks there was some mad session somewhere. Yeah, yeah. So you'd be going to a party. You don't go to. You don't arrive. You don't arrive at anybody's house for a house party before ten o'clock. No. So you go to the off license on the way, and you're like, I don't know how what type of party this is going to be. So just to be safe, I'm yeah. going to buy six bottles of beer. A bottle of Jack. I might get a little nagging of Jameson just to make sure I'm not caught at the end of the night. Yeah, yeah, just so I have enough. Yeah, just in case. Because like, I only, I'm, I'm not planning on getting drunk. I'll probably only have the sex, the six beers. The I'll probably, the sex uh, hopefully, I'll have the sex. But I'll probably only have the six beers. But I'll have the two bottles of whiskey just in case. case. Yeah. But then you arrive there and you're like, well, I'm not gonna bring alcohol home with me so i'm just <laughs> yeah. going to drink everything yeah. and you end up getting hammered you end up like fucking falling down the stairs trying it on with your friend <laughs> um, getting in a fight over like who's better fucking i don't you just you yeah, end up yeah. drinking everything whereas like if you were living in a country where you could go to the off license at any time like i'll buy six beers and if i need more i'll we'll dip, go, yeah, I'll I'll dip down back. to the off license yeah and course. you'd end up probably only having this experience yeah me and darren lived in boston for a summer and with a couple of the lads and it was the same we would like at whatever time of the night if we ran out of beer we'd be like oh, we'll just go get more beer yeah and we never like now we bought a box of beer every day which was 20 bottles and we drank it every day between but you never went for the other 20 no <laughs> Because you don't like, but if you bought forty, because well, the the pub, the off license is going to close, so we must buy forty. We would have bought forty every day, and you'd have just drank the four. Yeah, yeah, and like I say, we bought twenty every day. I drank eight. Darren drank eight. One of the other lads drank four. Yeah, yeah, and and we did that every day, every night for the whole summer. It was a great summer, I think. So we we gotten. It's not really off topic because it's relevant to that world, but so I think yeah, yeah. so. We're at the standpoint that the more the new moral America shouldn't have any place banning tobacco, cigarettes, anything because you're just creating a demand for it. Um, well, I guess the point I was saying here is on the Thursday before Good Friday, every nearly every Irish person person who will like you're talking about like the house party will normally drink whatever the six beers because it's Good Friday they will buy. Two crates of beer, just in case, which is 24 cans, 500 ml cans, which is what 20 30 ounces, something like that. Yeah, they will buy 48 of them plus like two or three bottles of spirits, just, just in, in case. case, just in case, yeah. just, think, just in case, just in case. And because there's the one day, like now they can buy alcohol on the Saturday, they can buy alcohol on the Sunday, it's just that one day. 
And and on that normal Friday, they probably wouldn't even drink that much anyway. Exactly. Or but it's because they're told they can't, they buy way more than they need to and drink way more than they need to. But maybe that's why they've kept the laws because so much alcohol sells on the Thursday. But I think that's it. Like the, the, the tax, it's still a heavily taxed commodity too. So yeah, they actually yeah. make money off it. But because I used to be like that, especially on weekends, like because I don't drink a huge amount these days. As Shane passes me the wine. <laughs> um, but this is what I was getting to. So like weekends where I wouldn't have anything planned or be going out, I'd be like, It'd be a Saturday night, I'd have nothing planned, and it'd yeah. be like it'd be quarter to ten, and I'd be like, "But you'd never know. Somebody might text me last minute to go to a party, so I'll go down and buy some alcohol just so you have some, yeah. just so I have some, and then I won't get a text." And I'd be like, "Asher, there's UFC all. I'll have a few drinks, and obviously <laughs> I'm not going to be getting drunk by myself, but I'd still I might have like two glasses of whiskey, whereas." Yeah, yeah. If the if I didn't have to go down to buy it before ten, I'd have just stayed up and watched UFC and not done anything. It was just because I had to get the drink it's before a chore ten. To go get it. Yeah, yeah. I had to get it before ten, and so well now that I've bought, I might as well drink it. Whereas like yeah. if a, if that law didn't exist, I'd be just like I'm just going to watch UFC. If I feel like a drink, I might go down and buy some. And what I've noticed since like maybe what October November, I've started like homebrewing loads, so I've constantly got like. Booze. booze everywhere in my house and i just yeah, I don't noticed it's everywhere and i just don't drink it <laughs> because yeah, it's always yeah. there so it's like i i don't need like i drink less now than i did when i had to like go down and yeah, buy it, to have have it. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's it's disgusting so do you think as a result of uh europe's prison which ireland becomes europe's prison do you think the culture of people would just be insane. In yeah, I think Ireland would have made them insane. <laughs> like, yeah, I think that's just, why just the normal Irish laws. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, which I love that the government is like, oh, Ireland's fallen. They've uh, they've become animals. Sure, we've made them animals, but we're going to solve that by uh, building a wall. Yeah. Well, they don't even need to build a wall. There's an ocean separating yeah. us. We'll patrol the sea with some gunships. Okay. So Trump's plane goes down in, or is, or is it his kid? Is it him? I think it's Trump for this one. Maybe we'll do a follow-up where it's yeah, his yeah. kid. Uh, I like yeah. the idea of us having to bring Trump along. Cause it'd be <laughs> he's, like, he's like our companion. Because it'd be like more of a Roger, Roger Rabbit kind of scenario, <laughs> where he'd, he'd constantly be getting himself into hijinks and trouble, and we're like... <sighs> I think we'd be a good team. I think that'd be a good yeah, like that'd be, be a good TV show. First things first is right. They ask us to go, and we both look at each other and go, "It's like escape from here. It's escape from. It's like escape from here." It's like, can we stop by a tattoo shop before <laughs> we go? Can we get a snake because when he reveals that tattoo for the first time, you see him topless, and watching it now as an adult, I thought. I know where the tail of that snake is. Do you know there's a deleted scene where they explain why he's called Snake? Oh yeah, and it's because he's he's got a long snake in the pants. Really? Yeah, apparently. Yeah, that's <laughs> he, hilarious. He mentions and it is that like because the tattoo is like it's on his stomach, like like a like a World War Two sailor, mm, right? Mm. A, a specific sailor who's got like a, a full ship, like tall ship tattooed on his stomach. He's got that tattoo, which is very 
old like hard man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's a it's snake, so cheesy. But, but it's the head of a snake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where's the rest of the snake? It's very obviously goes all the way down his leg. Apparently, it was Kurt Russell that added that to the script. Where he's like, "Oh, this is why he should be called Snake." <laughs> <laughs> and and they shot a scene, but it was never shown. But he pushed whenever, like when they were doing press for it, he he kept pushing for Carpenter to mention it in interviews to to why he was called Snake. And he mentions in the commentary where he's like, some of the best uh, fan letters I've ever gotten have been about why I'm called Snake. (laughs) (laughs) That is so funny. Actually, that's a really good part in the commentary. I need to listen to that. I didn't realise you emailed it to me. My phone's not syncing on my email at the moment. Oh, sorry. I missed it. There's... It seems like like Kurt Russell added so much, like he he, he should get a co writer's credit. Like oh, a lot wow. of his ideas didn't come true, too. Like because oh, yeah. they were just too expensive to do. Yeah, yeah. Like he wanted the cigarettes to be self lighting. That's a cool idea. That like because he he even explained it in the commentary where he, he was talking like how you could technically have like flint at the top of a cigarette that when because when you inhale. It, oh, would, it, would react. it would create a vacuum and then cause a spark and the cigarette would light itself and he thought that'd be a cool idea for a future a futuristic cigarette uh, yeah. it's kind of a good idea it's silly but like it's, it's good. a really cool idea um, um, there was something else he mentioned that was really good in it I had it in my head and I just forgot oh, I, love, I just love the, 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 like, the snake tattoo <laughs> the two of us are like we need to get tattoos for this <laughs> we need to stop and we're like well, good ta- we're not going to any scratchers. Like we want to go to like L.A. Inc. Somebody good. Yeah, somewhere good. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> meanwhile, we've got the poison going through our system. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The release of the poison. <laughs> like this t- yeah. tattoo is going to take fourteen hours. Like, yeah, cool, man. <laughs> and it's a seven-hour flight to Ireland. Yeah, well, whatever, man. Let's go. <laughs> so we get here. We've got an hour left <laughs> to live because we got the snake. Ta- what I love as well, though, it's not just he doesn't just have the snake tattoo on his belly. He's got one on his arm <laughs> as well. Yeah, like it's really unnecessary from that too. But uh, just when he's walking to the fighting ring, and I was just looking, I was going. Oh, he's just walking, looking at it going, where is the tail of the That's tattoo? what I was going to say. This is fucking insane. The wrestling fight. Yeah. Sorry, skipping way ahead into the movie, even though we're, we're pretty much done. But, you know, so they, he, he's fighting, he's put into a ring to fight a wrestler. Yeah. And a real wrestler. A wrestler. Actually, that's kind of interesting too in the film. So, so the film's kind of like the quintessential American nightmare, New York going to hell. And I really like the inclusion of wrestling yeah. in it because you take America has because America is such a new country or what like two hundred years old yeah roughly yeah, yeah. so most of our, the world culture had had been created before America even existed so yeah. the only original creations Americans gave us this isn't meant to sound like a this because they're good creations so yeah. The the only sort of cultural things we have that, that America created by themselves were comic books. Oh, yeah. We're both glad of that. Pro wrestling, yeah. baseball, and banjo. Oh, yeah. And, you know, Escape from New York's quite a comic bookish movie, and then they included wrestling in it. And in the wrestling, they had baseball bats. Yeah. So it just represents... It's a nice, like, it's real, like, bastardization. This is of, America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. But what's fucking insane about that scene, the baseball bat with the nail in it, that's real. What? So at the end, you know, when that wrestler is on his knees and Snake drives the baseball bat into his head and then yeah. he lets go and the baseball bat's hanging there like it's embedded, embedded in his head. Yeah. 
how they done that was that baseball bat actually had a nail in it. Yeah. They taped a board to the back of the wrestler's head. So Russell actually just stabbed, aimed for it, aimed for it, and the nail embeds into the board that's taped on his head, and that's how when he lets go, the bat is still there. That's insane. So he took the hit. Basically. He took the hit. He just had the and and I had you it. Would hope th- that the nail was just short enough. Still gonna feel that though. Oh, because enough to drive a nail. How would you even to drive if, a nail through bat into that bit of wood? That's so. Wood. Wood. What if? What if? If he's, it's soft if he's stronger than you think he is and the board just splits, like, oh, but even if you knew that this is, how would you, like, how did that, the, the guy who plays that wrestler, he doesn't flinch. No. Ami- like that, That's it, amazing. That might be the best actor in the world, the fact that he was able to, like. He just takes it. like Take it and not, even if you knew, okay, even if you trusted that guy and it's like, this probably isn't going to go through my head. Just the fact that. <laughs> Like, I, I'd be, I, there's no way I could take that hit. Like, uh, And as well, like, it's a really great scene because it just comes out of nowhere. He just suddenly gets the opportunity and just goes, knock. Now, it's an amazing scene. And the fact that when he takes away his hand and you see the bat just hang there, you're like, how did they do that? Yeah. But it turns out they've done it in the most fucking practical way of course, imaginable. Because yeah. it's shot, like, dead on. Like, yeah. You don't see behind his head. Right, so, so we've established Ireland would be the perfect... Prison it's a for long Europe. Time to get there. <laughs> <laughs> and Trump goes down there. Now I don't know if uh, American listeners have got a sense of this, but uh, Irish people don't tend to be too supportive of Trump. Oh yeah. yeah. So, so he there. would be because so our scenario is a bit different. This isn't ten like in in Escape from New York. It's been ten years, like the prison. In this yeah. world, I think it's been like six months that Ireland's oh, okay, been the prison. Yeah. Just to it's quite new. Yeah, yeah, and then like so. Maybe a lot of people might even blame Trump for why Ireland would it's come now, like this. It's now Europe's prison. <laughs> like, so all the, like, is it that, like, all the... Because, like, Trump's big thing was immigration. Like, he didn't yeah, want yeah. all... You know, he had the Muslim ban, essentially. So do they, instead of having, like... Because he's talked about, like, look at what's happening in Germany. Look at what's happening in Sweden. Yeah. So does he have all the Muslims sent to Ireland? And now oh. when he crashes, they're all like... This is the motherfucker who has us stuck in this godforsaken just island. Just religion yeah. has nothing And we're like, it. they're right. Like, it's not like they're they're just like, we're stuck here. We're stuck in a prison colony yeah, yeah. because of this guy. So they're out to get him. Yeah, so we got our dicks tattooed. <laughs> it looks like snakes. Right. They match. If we put our bellies together, it's one snake. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so we're going to skip ahead. So, so we have all these adventures with Trump. Eventually, we're captured by... All these hilarious adventures. All these hilarious adventures. We'll skip over them. We'll do a, another version, maybe. Some Shenanigans. Other so, um, we have to... Ha- there has to be this leader of Ireland. Like, like yeah. or not of Ireland, but... Like, so in Escape from New York, New York Isaac Hayes the, is the, the sort Duke. of the kingpin. With the most amazing car I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> That motherfucker has chandeliers on the front of his car. It's pretty badass. Respect. I like in Escape from LA, the guy has a disco ball. <laughs> he has a disco ball as well, though. Does he have in a disco ball? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Hanging in the front. I guess I'm just remembering Escape from LA. He's got one in the back. Because it's weird in Escape from LA, it's more of a Che Guevara type figure. Oh, right, okay, yeah. yeah. But uh, also, Isaac Hayes, you, you know Isaac Hayes, that's a yeah. chef. I do, yeah. Yeah. It's weird seeing him in those type of parts. Yeah. 
And he has like four lines in the whole film as well. I think it was his first film. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. I could be wrong in that, but it's it's definitely... If it's not his first, it's, it's his... one of his first. Yeah. yeah. Actually, weren't Donald Pleasance who, who plays the president in it? Because he's in loads of Carpenter films. He's uh, yeah. the doctor in Halloween. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he was a, a World War II fighter pilot. He was shot down during World War Two and tortured. Wow. Yeah. He was a badass motherfucker either way. Yeah, yeah. We should do a Halloween episode too. That's a good episode to oh, do. Yeah. How we would handle raising a, a, a psychopath. So anyway, so eventually... Turn him into Dexter. But anyway. We have this... We have this uh, there's going to be this like ultimate sort of warlord within prison oh, Ireland. Oh, yeah. Is, and, it, is it Conor McGregor? Is that where you're going with it? No. <laughs> Oh no, but that's a good one. So Conor McGregor's just for some reason he's and t- he's like I'm the king of Ireland. <laughs> we see that's actually a good one because if he decided to do that tomorrow morning without an apocalypse, he probably could. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he'd probably get enough support. Yeah, yeah. Is that the most famous Irish person ever? <laughs> like since <laughs> since like the actual rebels? I was gonna say since like Bono. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say he's more famous than Bono now, though. But that's what I mean. Like it used to be Bono. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Since yeah, or Bono. We see Bono is not exactly a man of the people. You wouldn't be expecting him to. I know he wouldn't hang around at the steerage. Um, so who who are you going to suggest as the the Duke? Sorry, well, I wasn't even going for the Duke. I was going for who we have to face in the wrestling ring. Oh, okay. But who you see? You see, Conor McGregor is a good Duke. Yeah, we won't want to be facing him in the wrestling ring. That no, you're fucked. No, because then, I, like in the wrestling ring, it should be like a Hulk Hogan or somebody <laughs> going back to like the old man Rogan episode. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, it should be a, ro- a a pro wrestler. Yeah, yeah. So Conor McGregor's the Duke. Yeah, and then Fergal Devitt, the guy who wrestles as Finn Balor in WWE. Oh yeah, yeah. He's the guy we have to wrestle. Yeah, yeah. And he's like going around the ring real slow, trying to grab us. Like, yeah, even though he's really he's just big. Big slow guy. He's a legit fighter too. Oh, he just wrestles for a living, but he probably could kill you if he wanted to. But in our scenario, he's the char- his character. Like, yeah, yeah, like, exactly. So he's coming up dressed as a demon and stuff. And we're like... Yeah, yeah. I, interesting too, because Donald Trump appeared in wrestling, which is... Oh, yeah. Have you ever seen that? No. I've seen... I've seen shots of it. But yeah, but just the idea that the current president of the most powerful country in the world appeared in pro wrestling. (laughs) That kind of says everything you need. It's so fucking weird. It doesn't necessarily have to be a a, a wrestler, but who do we want to fight? (laughs) Maybe like somebody who gave us a bad iTunes review. (laughs) I was going to say, he's like, someone we think we could take, like, Elderly Danny DeVito or something. <laughs> <laughs> who, who could we take? Have Danny? you seen the episode of Always Sunny, the wrestling episode? No. They have it that like Danny DeVito used to be a pro wrestler back in the day, and he was called the Trash Man. <laughs> so we just wrestle him. We wrestle the Trash Man. <laughs> the trash Man. Not at all in his prime. <laughs> see and that's like they kick up a notch in Escape from LA where he's put into a cage and he has to like fight a legit fighter even though in, in Escape from New York it's meant to be a legit fighter too yeah, yeah, they're just yeah. doing it in the wrestling style but like that's where it, like in a realistic scenario how do you think you fare in a cage against yeah. like some barbarian 
So is it three men enter, two men leave? <laughs> well, actually, I think that's kind of it. Well, no, it's the opposite that they have. In Escape from L.A., there's like five men <laughs> versus oh, yeah, one. Yeah. Escape from L.A. is ridiculous where how when, K, when, when Snake is forced into that scenario and Escape from L.A., which is actually, like to be fair, it's a really hard challenge. Yeah. But what he has to do is he has to score... Ten, he, he's put into a basketball court and he has to score... He has to get 10 points oh, right. within... 50 seconds i think so he's got tense like he's got to run to one end of the court shoot a hoop get two points and then within 10 seconds run to the next end of the court within 10 seconds get two points and get and so he's got a minute in total which is actually like that's fucking really difficult because because by the time you get to like the third hoop you're going to be winded but he has to do that while fighting no he's not even fighting that's why it's really good because it's like well, that's kind of like that's a, a doable task, but it's so much harder than. Well, I think that's think, what, what yeah, they were yeah. going for was like that. We don't need to add any bells and whistles here. Yeah, that's an extraordinarily hard task. <laughs> but when you're watching, you're like, this doesn't seem like this weird post-apocalyptic war zone type of a tactic. But if you actually were to attempt that in real life, you you just couldn't. Like you'd have to be a pro athlete to do yeah, it. Yeah. I just kind of like that, that they threw that in, that they're like, we don't need to add anything else. Anything else. This is just a really I hard thing to do. I forgot about basketball. I need to watch that film. It's so silly. It's so stupid, but I was watching it last night, and it's like... You're justifying it. This isn't This isn't bad. Like, if yeah. it wasn't for the CG... You know what's really weird about Escape from LA? <laughs> the CG is so bad. It's so comic bookish and shit. But I was watching it, and I was like, even though this was made in 1997, this yeah. looks the exact same as Sin City. And everybody talked about Sin City looking awesome. And the only difference is that Sin City has that style throughout. Oh, yeah. Whereas yeah. Escape from New York cuts from looking... Like, like a one moment, it's just... They're on a set, and it's live-action actors. And then the next minute, it's a CG tidal wave, and somebody's surfing on it. And oh, nothing right. matches together. I just remember Peter Fonda's in it, isn't he? And he's on this, like, little island. And he's, yes. like, waiting for the big... Yeah, 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 yeah. I just remember that. And he's just like... Big waves coming, yeah, man. yeah, yeah. Big waves coming. But if that was Sin City, they would have shot the entire movie to have that same style, and you'd be like, "This looks cool. It looks comic bookish." It's, yeah, yeah but we, but they mix the style up. You need to choose one. You can't go for you. You can't have you can't have live action actors on a set with actual props, and the next thing there's just loads of CG. Right. I think the problem a lot of like those directors like john carpenter from the 80s ran into where they they grew up with like given like fucking four million dollars to make a 20 million dollar picture and having to solve all these problems creatively and then they got to the 90s where they could solve them with computers and they just kind of like let the cgi guys solve a lot of their problems without really thinking about it too much yeah it's not it's actually which is why jurassic park is the exception and still holds up well, because that's a guy that didn't he he they didn't hold the money away from him for the last ten years. No, no, that's, <laughs> and that's why it worked. Because John Carpenter was somebody where they would never give him enough money that he needed. Yeah, and then yeah. when he got to a point where he started to be it, he he started having opportunities to do something without needing as much money. He was like, "Oh, we'll, we'll just do it with computers." Yeah. So he fell into that trap. Uh, so wait, where are we in this scenario? <laughs> We're in the wrestling ring. We're in the fighting. wrestling ring. I'd, uh, so they have Trump. 
and he has a briefcase with really important information in it. I have an idea for that. So do I. I think we yeah. probably have the same idea. Yeah. Um, so the, he has this briefcase. They don't realize the briefcase is as important as he is, obviously. Same yeah. way. And so we're sent in to actually get the briefcase. And, they and like, I think we know. We're not like, we don't need to bring the president back. Yeah, yeah. And they don't, like, it's kind of hinted at that, you know, the president got this briefcase. There's some very important information in it. And we're like, oh, okay. So... Uh, we're in the rest. So we we do our combo thing. We're we're arm in arm, making our <laughs> tattoo look like one to wrestle. Because they yeah. cause they go, oh, both of you can't go in. And we're like, can't we? We're one. And they're like, oh, okay. Fine. Oh, I can't argue with those rules. Yeah, yeah. Tattoo is so new. Like it's still really red. <laughs> There's still it. blood. <laughs> still a bit of dry blood on it. It's like still raised, and like all the red skin around it. And it's just like we still have the cling film on. And we've co- we were both diabetic at this point because of our coke habits, so it's really poor on blood. <laughs> yeah, like I, I, we still have cling film on around. <laughs> yeah. You know? And uh, I'm like, have you got the bapanthin, man? Have you, yeah, I need to put some ointment on this. Um, and uh, so she'll actually point out that I have no tattoos, and Shane does. I know it's it's so weird that you don't have any tattoos because you you're just you're the pers- you're the sort of person you would expect. Everybody to have is tattoo. like. Uh, there's people there's people I have known for like 10 years and regularly have to remind them that I don't have tattoo they will tell me of what there's even times where they're like oh you've got that tattoo where like no I don't have any tattoo (laughs) how do you how do you have in your head a particular tattoo where I don't have any I can't commit to a fucking bill phone I definitely can't commit to a tattoo I always remember for a long time Johnny wanted to get on his arm your idea for tattoo was No, my back. It was oh, sorry, like on his your, entire. Your, sorry, I know what you're going for. It's the entire back. body. Yeah, uh, yeah, on your back, you're gonna get a portrait of um, Jim Morrison. Uh, yeah, Jim Morrison, who has <laughs> the and the portrait of Jim Morrison. He has all the tattoos, other tattoos you would want. Yeah, yeah. So it's a full body of Jim Morrison on my back, who has loads of tattoos of and, the ones I can't commit to. Yeah, like one of them is you're like, oh, a flock of bats on his arm. With on your back, and he would have a flock of bats, which, when you think about it, is genius, right? It's, idea, it's, it's so like, silly, but but the idea of getting a full portrait of a person and they have all the tattoos that you don't, that you want, but you can't commit. But anyway, he'd be on my back, so nobody'd see it. So I'd be yeah. getting every tattoo I ever wanted, but on but Jim Morrison, <laughs> <laughs> and no, like why Jim Moore? I don't even know why. Because why not? Because why not? I think it'd be funny, and this could be a good way to get like some support behind us for the whole Acolytes of Apocalypse. If we can get somebody to, to design, for new listeners, Acolytes of Apocalypse is this theoretical motorcycle club that we have. It's also it's not a gang. What we refer to as the listeners. Listeners are acolytes. We have this whole idea of a patch we'll get, and we'll start this whole club and build this community. If we if we get a good designer to do a good like acolytes design, that'll be my first tattoo. Oh yes, please. I'll just like on my over his shoulder on my back. Just get the the it's a the idea for the logo is like a nuclear explosion forming the face of a skull, yeah. and I'll get that tattooed. That'd be amazing. And I'll stand by that. If 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 we get enough support and we start seeing people like sharing the podcast and yeah. stuff. I started like building a proper community to to 
as a as a sign to dedicate myself to the acolytes community, I'll get that tattoo. Yeah, so, I'm, I'm, that's it's there. It's recorded. It's you're gonna have to commit to that. Yeah. I'll commit to that. I haven't kind of. I haven't. We haven't really laid out the. I am going to create like two hundred fake Facebook <laughs> profiles. I have to do more than two hundred. More than two hundred. I mean, like, I want to. We want to get big. Two hundred. It's fine. <laughs> uh, so we we beat the big guy in the ring, and I think by the fact that he's just a bit freaked out. <laughs> I don't want to do this. <laughs> can can we stop? I don't want to do this. And we're just like, you come and meet the snake. You're in the ring with the snake. <laughs> and he's like, the two of us become one. The snake. And he's like, I'm, I'm not into this at all. And how's Trump reacting to this? Because Trump's on, uh, outside the ring. Like tied to a pillar. <laughs> he's just like, who the fuck are these guys? <laughs> Where do they send him yet? Oh, I think he's acting like that that video of him when he was in wrestling where maybe he's just he's getting really into it and he's going around and attacking the other wrestler's manager. <laughs> yeah, like he's, <laughs> he's, he's getting really on, into like, it. He's like, you're my boys. <laughs> Do you think after this scenario we, we get a new fan respect for Donald Trump? <laughs> We've come both like... So we get um so we break out of there. Where is the collection point? It'd be it'd be Dublin because we're close. Yeah, like yeah. Dublin kind of for people like Dublin kind of peaks out at the edge of Ireland. You can get yeah. across to Manchester. would Manchester be the next? Probably. Um No, Liverpool's closer. Liverpool okay, yeah. Yeah. So Liverpool is the collection point. Oh yeah, we've got to get to Liverpool. I like this idea. <laughs> Do we take off from uh, Liberty Hall, the top of Liberty Hall? This is the tallest building in Dublin, <laughs> which is which is which is like five stories. I know it's, it's, no, it's I think it's twelve. <laughs> so we're on Liberty Hall. We need to get off Liberty Hall. But is there like we have no way out at this point? No, no. So what do we do? We grab one of the old uh, Viking tour things because they're they all they're aquatic. <laughs> Yeah, they go on roads and yeah, yeah, yeah. They have them in, a, in they have them in Boston, Boston, and they call them the Duck Tour because that's what they were. They were World War Two ducks, right? And we have them in Dublin, but they do a tour of Viking historical sites. Um, but they're the same vehicles. They're the the World War Two like aquatic. See, vehicles. I like that. That's perfect because like that's what those films do. They take something that's like sort of synonymous with the city and use yeah. it in an action scenario. Yeah, so we ride this out. To anybody listening, if you're ever in Dublin and you've never been to Dublin before, you will find yourself, even if you don't go on the Viking tour, you'll find yourself just walking through Dublin and suddenly a bus <laughs> yeah. will go by you and a pile of people will go, Way! and you'll just be like, what the fuck was that? Oh, it's a Viking tour. And then when you live here, you're just like, oh, it's fucking Viking tour. But loads of people get such a kick out of it. Uh, yeah. As tourists. It's, it's such a good advertising thing for them because you're a tourist, you're walking on your scene, you're like, what is that? I'm going to do that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but so we get off, so so we ride the Viking bus. To Liverpool. To Liverpool. It takes us about 25 hours to get there. <laughs> and so when we get there, we got the tape. Yeah, yeah. No, we, yeah, we got, we got the tape. We got the tape. That was most the most important And part. we've got Donald and... Uh, and they're like, oh, yeah, you saved the Donald. Thanks. Now, where's the tape? And, we, and we're like, any idea what's on this thing? Like, I don't care. 
I'm just an asshole. <laughs> yeah, we're like, uh, we both say it at the same time. <laughs> but you gotta remember, so so what, we go, we don't care. We're just an asshole, and they're like, wait, hang on, we're just oh, one big asshole. You you guys are just one asshole. <laughs> you okay. heard me. We're one big asshole. But what do they so? Because at the end of the film, oh, yeah. Snake gives them a different tape. So what do we give them? Um, we give them the real tape. Because what it is, this is my idea. Okay, yeah, I don't no, want to hear you. You have a different idea, obviously. No, no, but well, go. I, I, my I'm idea only, is I'm only circulating my idea now. Donald stands there very proudly, going, "Well, I've got this tape, which is very important information." I never on even it. realized it's Donald Pleasance and Donald Trump. Oh yeah. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. And he stands there, going, "Got this very important information," and we're standing beside him, just be like. <laughs> and I was rescued by these two very brave men. Two classy, huge, huge guys. Huge yeah. guys, very classy. And then uh, he puts on the tape, and it's a Russian guy explaining that the <laughs> two of us are sleeper agents. That's a good one. See, I was just going to say that he just plays it, and you just hear our team song, and it's just a podcast episode. <laughs> and then we're walking <laughs> off in the distance, and we're just ripping up the actual tape. Oh, yeah. Because that's what's amazing about the film. And it's one, like, in all the times I hear people talking about this movie, it's something that goes completely ignored. Yeah. So the tape, they never say outright what it is. What it is. But what we do know from the film is that the president is expected at a summit with China and Russia. Yeah. We know that the country is on the verge of war. Yeah, and, Sna- and Snake is like, I don't want to have to do it. Your, your war. Yeah, yeah. We know that there's about to be a war. The tape is going to stop that. Yeah. When the taxi driver plays the tape, the only moment we hear of the tape yeah. is like a couple of random words and then like nuclear technology. That's all we hear. Yeah, and there's something to do with... Uh, it's like biological... You hear the words, something like biological... And yeah, but, but it's definitely like important information. But it's a tape that he meant to play for them. So it's not a secret. Yeah. So the only conclusion i can come to is that the americans had figured out cold fusion in this world and there it was a peace treaty where they're like we will share our technology with you yeah if you don't if we if if we can cease this war we will share this technology with you and and we can all live peacefully and have unlimited power for everyone yeah that has to be it because, like, why would he be sharing it otherwise? Yeah, yeah, it has to be something like that. And the end is the main character, the hero... Fucks it up. Destroying that. that <laughs> because he was pissed off that they tricked him into going. Yeah. And I, I think fucking love that. And I was thinking about it was... He, even though I haven't watched LA for a long, long time... His well, acting, he does the exact same thing. He does no, such a worse thing in no, LA. But my whole thought was... His actions at the very end is he gives them the wrong tape so the president is stood there playing this jazz music yeah yeah he does the same embarrassed tape. right clearly the consequences of that are the president is disgraced then the new president comes in who makes himself president for life right as a dictator oh his this and is what he does at the end of new york yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so my my thing is snake creates the world that exists like his exact actions directly cause the exact cause and effect of his actions are the even worse world they live in in the sequel. But, but can you remember what he does at the end of Escape from L.A.? 
Doesn't he kill the president or something? No, no. So it's kind of the same scenario, but the pre- doesn't the president appear as a hologram? No, something? he appears as a hologram to trick the president. Uh-oh. But no, it's so much worse in this. In the end of Escape from LA, he's got the detonator that like targets all the satellites around the world, and they can show off the power to different regions. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so, so the Russians are about to invade. And yeah. they're given a choice between shutting off all the power to Europe or yeah. shutting off the power to America. Yeah. And Snake's just like, maybe I shut off the whole goddamn thing. And he shuts everything off. And he just, he ends the power. <laughs> he cuts <laughs> off the power to the entire world <laughs> because these guys fucked him over. Yeah, just to piss them <laughs> off. Like, yeah. What an amazing hero. Like, the moral of this story is that sometimes it takes an asshole to save the day. Would you be like that? Would you? <laughs> I probably would, actually. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, so, the, the, yeah, so, Don, so then more snow is Donald. Um, so Trump is... is yeah, he's, he presses play on the tape, and it's just one of our episodes. Yeah, well, hold on. So, so, so Trump's standing at the podium. Yeah. Oh, my internet's so bad. This is better timed. So, uh, um, and he's about to play the secrets that will like, save I, the world. I was saved by this huge asshole. These two guys are one big asshole. And now here are the secrets that will save the world. And this just plays while he's talking. Yeah, yeah. And, and we just fist bump. <laughs> and, and for some reason, when we fist bump, we just turn into a big snake. <laughs> <laughs> And, also this and, and he's just like, why didn't you do that earlier? Uh, this is a really good way to go out of this episode with the team tune actually playing. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I think I'm just going to say, stay safe and be prepared. Have a nice apocalypse. <laughs>